This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Little Bits. And Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time and get $20 off your first order. Everybody, welcome to episode 176 of Video Game Apocalypse. I say that like it's a significant number, but it's not at all. Okay. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who just talked? Uh, Who Christopher Batista. Hey. Who else? Dave Rudden. And joining us for the first time in a long time, I can't actually remember the last time you were on, it's... Uh, Burreto Erusuton. Hey, cut hey, that hey, out. Hey. Speak American. Uh, I did. <laughs> I'm I exerting my Second Amendment rights for understanding You're you. You're in America. <laughs> speak <laughs> English. I'm having an argument with my own teacher of yeah. whether it's Burreto or Burreto. Bu- what, how do you... Sp- can you spell either of those so differences? So it would be Bure with a line. To. Bure, Bure, Bure. Or Chisaitsu uh, <laughs> to become Burreto. And uh, I had two different teachers tell me two different things. I cannot speak well at all, but I am mm. still in classes. He's reading my Mr. Sparkle shirt. Yeah, yeah. So he's Mr. Sparkle. He's too sparkle. Uh, no, I don't remember the last one I was on. I can't remember. I know you were on one. I was on one. Uh, I know I was on one with Waters mm-hmm. last year. <laughs> <laughs> it does CW? Familiar. Oh, yeah. yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, part of the reason I'm having you on is because uh-huh. out of our... Weird, incestuous little group. You are probably <laughs> the one who knows the most about science fiction and space. Well, Come ready. on! I am ready to disappoint. I wrote 5,000 <laughs> words about Flight of the Navigator last week. Nobody has been pulling harder for a sci-fi <laughs> Call of Duty for the past 10 years <laughs> than <laughs> Brett Elston. All right, all right, all right. Did that, that, so that hasn't really ever come into full fruition. There was it, partial... It is this uh, year. Advanced Warfare. Yeah, but, well, they had... Uh, uh, yeah, advanced, modern... Oh, yeah. Shit. Advanced Black Ops w- had, like... Not too distant future. They had like 2020 or something like yeah. that. But yeah. Infinite War, which is two yeah. letters off from being Infinity Ward, no. uh, is going to be in space. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah like all in space. Yeah, yeah. that one I'll... Uh, we'll see if I play it. <laughs> You're but too bored of it by now. To, I'm to bored of everything at this point. I am at least like the, the E3 stuff. I was like, that is what I wanted eight years mm. ago. So I feel like I owe it to myself to at least play it. It's, it's hard to get excited about a Call of Duty game nowadays, but it's also hard to put it down because they're very well polished and they're very good games and if you yeah. played two of them you can instantly pick up any of it's them like and getting have excited fun. about labor day it's like uh, it, every like, year there's a labor yeah, day yeah. and i always mm-hmm. enjoy having that day off yeah. but there's gonna be a labor day mm-hmm. for me it's uh, more we're like a commentary that day <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Wait, are we <laughs> i don't know it's for, a monday yeah, yeah. for me it's like oh new ride opened at disneyland i'll go because yeah. they're, they're basically uh, yeah. dark rides. yes when best buy discounts the ride at disneyland i'll get it i'll get it during i'll Ride that during Black Friday. Rough, rough. (laughs) Well, a very non-linear game came out this week. Uh, No Man's Sky. Mm. We all played it. We did. We did. You're going to use that as a flimsy pretense to enact a... Uh, an idea that Dave had weeks ago Yay. when Star Trek Beyond came out. Right, that's, I was wondering why I suggested yeah. it. 
which is to talk about the top five spaceships Ooh. in games. Yeah. And and I, I kind of went a different route. These are not necessarily the best spaceships. They're the most iconic spaceships. Mm. Can you control all of them? Yes. Okay. They are all playable spaceships. Playable spaceships. Playable spaceships. Uh, so the playable fingers babies. Fingers crossed for Salabander. Mm-hmm. Play, playable babies from last week. Spayable. Yes. It's another playable thing on yeah. a podcast about video games. Playable hey. spaceships or spayable late chips? <laughs> spayable late chips. Mm. Definitely that's our form name is this, available. Displayable <laughs> Lace chips. Uh, your apartment. I, th- I believe that's like probably a 3D app that's distributed via the Lay's Twitter account. <laughs> it's the Yum brand. <laughs> I think we're, through some tangential means, part of the Yum brand. All right. How would you display your loyalty to the Lay's brand? I would not be this hungry. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that's the Frito-Lay brand. Frito-Lay. Yes. All right. Uh, let's just jump right in with... Number five... Your ship does not respond to standard hierarchy identification transmissions and is therefore deemed to be independent. This is not permissible. Only subservience shall be tolerated. Satan has a spaceship? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually banking on none of you knowing what this Who is. Who disturbs my slumber? I have no clue. Yeah. Not by the voice. Who played Star Control 2? Fuck, yes I did. Yes. Like, I did a lot, actually. Jesus, in, in school. So that uh, that voice track mm-hmm. is from the 3DO version, the Urquan Masters, which uh, went... Did I do that? <laughs> freeware God like a decade ago. Yeah. In your galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got more, where they're talking... Uh, like your your ship is unique in Star Control too. It's like uh-huh. this bizarre gigantic thing that looks like a xylophone, mm-hmm. and uh, you can build onto it with different modules. And uh, the Urquan are very surprised to see it. <laughs> I'm in love with the Laura. A human in a precursor service vehicle. How did you escape the slave shield, human? Or are you a rogue? <laughs> Sounds like Michael Dorn. Like with, I can't even do that Tuvan throat singing thing. Everybody <laughs> do the Earth One dance. Show me what you got. <laughs> How did you escape the slave shield man animal? <laughs> yeah. I never did play Star Control. It's one of those games that I keep seeing uh, the name typed on screens and I react to it. See, uh, here's yeah. the thing. You would have loved it because this was like Mass Effect before there was Mass Effect. Mm. Uh, this this was a game that, I mean, the first one was just basically a multiplayer space combat That's what skirmish I, game. It was like installed on every computer in my yeah. middle school. Yeah, yeah. And there wasn't wow. really a story or computers anything. in your middle school? Oh, about oh, three. Man. Jeez, fancy boy. Yeah, the, uh, the the sequel, Star Control 2, was about exploring a gigantic galaxy. You're, you're on this remote uh, interplanetary colony that's cut off from the rest of the galaxy, mm-hmm. You find this, uh, your, your people find this equipment that makes this one giant ship, and you're supposed to go back to Earth with it and try to help out in this war effort that was raging when you left. 
and uh, you find out that Earth has been enslaved. The bad guys won the war that was more or less providing the narrative of the first game. And uh, you have to go around and kind of try and reunite the old alliance of alien races uh, against the Urquan. You find out that there's much worse things in the Urquan that they actually think they're protecting <laughs> you against. This is very serious sci-fi. <laughs> yes, the, the Urquan uh, tool around the galaxy in these really big green ships, and they look like tentacled uh, brain mm. monsters. Does the Urquan ever cross over with the step-by-step galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I get it. <laughs> I just thought you were doing a different podcast. Like, you had something completely different in your head as the three of us. Um, I, that's that's but, how it usually works out. I'm also, trying to explain something. Yeah, and you guys you can also are... change it into the uh, Stefan Urquan, which is the cool <laughs> Urquan. Right. Much yes. suaver. Yeah. It, it, it loses its windshield. <laughs> uh, I, it's just weird that uh, this is made by Toys for Bob. Yes. Wow. Who fortuitously... Ended up making all of Skylanders yep. and published by the Bubsy people. And I, the, the wow. Madagascar game. I also. visited their offices 10 years ago. Did this, you really? This wow. month. Where? Uh, up in Novato. Yeah. Mm. They did Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. Novato people. And I had to go up there uh, 10 years ago in August in 06. Wow. Are they mm. Still, mm. I mean, they are. Are they still around? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Sky, they make Skylanders. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's they're the fucking game loaded now, around. I'm guessing. Uh, they were loaded a year ago. Well, <laughs> they, well they held on to their money. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's somehow so. the one uh, toy game that's still sticking around, really. Actually, no, there's new Lego toys. What are you talking there. about? You got to yeah. see that Waddle Dee fucking amiibo I just I got to get free shipping on Amazon. Oh, nice. <laughs> that thing <laughs> reeks of like a backroom deal. Of, like, if you want a fucking DDD amiibo, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kid wants a Waddle Dee. You couple it with this Transformers this Blu-ray, you get free shipping. This, this isn't like, newsworthy, right. but I did see a tweet about how there's like this Kirby cafe in Japan, and if you go there alone... They'll get. They'll put a Wildy plush on the seat across from you. So you oh, have, that's uh, not sad. Wildy. <laughs> I am officially burned out on gimmick restaurants because uh, like four in a row every time. Like this one will be. This sucked again. <laughs> well, the, the robot restaurant and uh, that fucking sucked. Did it? The food. The, the, the experience. Chain fingers were terrible. The the experience was fine, but man, yeah. the going there as a pretense to eat. Like no, you're not eating at this. We were. We were. I was just talking. Uh, with somebody from our old days at Capcom where we shot that video at the Capcom Cafe. Hmm. And there was a, only a small debate that I could turn to the camera and say, it's like Chuck E. Cheese, except our, their food doesn't suck. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's okay. I'm like, wait, why was that? Why was I allowed to say that? Yeah. I was allowed, allowed to slam Chuck E. Cheese, a place where maybe your arcade cabinets will end up. Where a kid can be a kid. <laughs> I guess. But Chuck E. Cheese food. But you can't How fly, do get a, here? You can't fly yeah. a spaceship there, that's for sure. Yes. That's true. It's my <laughs> fault Cheese, for talking yes, about a game that you guys haven't played. I should know better I, I, see, I don't know <laughs> if I've, I've ever played like the whole game, like whatever shareware yeah, well, version. It's hard as fuck yeah. now because like you're so you don't know how used you how how much you're used to having your hand held through a game story being told like mm. okay, uh, No No Man's Sky gave me a little you, man. you have to do this, go here to do it. Uh, this is like okay, you have to do this. Here's a huge fucking galaxy. <laughs> talk, Figure it out, talk asshole. Talk to somebody. If you pick the right person, he might tell you where. Yeah. If you're not paying he attention, you He might give you, you a set it. of coordinates that <laughs> yes. you can then interpret on your galactic map mm-hmm. and figure out which system you're supposed to go to and then try each of the planets in sequence until you find the ship I, that has the person you're supposed to talk to. I do know I've used this music on many a podcast. I do like the music a great deal. Yeah, it, it is really good. Mm. Is it available anywhere at Steam? Huh, I'll take is, a it, look. is it like... Can I even play you know, it? If with, anything, it's yes, probably good old yes, games. Yes, it is. Well, it's it's been free for over a decade. Really? It's, called, well, it's in Activision's hands, so yeah. It's called uh-huh. the Urquan Masters Toys for Bob. Urquan, U-R hyphen Q-U-A. Yeah. 
Uh, it's been uh, Toys for Bob released it years and years ago. It's the 3DO version that's been adapted for PC. Very playable. So that means whatever emulation is there, I can play my Demolition Man uh, <laughs> ROM on it. Oh, so yeah, good. if you can figure it out. Dude, I leave amazing Penguin, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> but this this ship that you get, this, like, this is like one of the first times that you could like play through a campaign, a sci-fi story with a ship that was yours, was your headquarters. You could have other ships huh. attached to it, so it was kind of like an aircraft carrier. You were continually mm. building onto it and making it more powerful, and uh, that didn't stop everybody from thinking it was really strange. Mm. Deep radar systems and sensors are now online, and I can scan your vessel. What the hell kind of ship is that? Just who are you, Captain? And coming up next, we got Toys for Bob. They're going to be singing the number one hit. And, Brett, when I say this was uh, sort of a precursor to Mass Effect, mm-hmm. uh, I mean in more ways than one. Like, other than Golgo 13 in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, this is one of the few games to feature a highly suggested sex scene. I'm afraid both our duties will be dangerous, Captain. It's a bit long. We may never see each other again. But for now, at least... There's this. That's more like it. Now, I thought we'd do something like this. Unless your species isn't limber enough. They're doing it in a mall? <laughs> that's more like I it. I thought we could move on <laughs> to something a bit more like hmm, this. And after you... I'm giving you a hand job. <laughs> this might be fun. And if you're still conscious, I thought we could try what this. The- yeah. Even though I've never done it before. Jesus. There's like another minute and a half of that, that audio. Come that audio with me. I'm on the other hear. end of this hallway. Yeah. <laughs> a, uh, there's the Sirene, who are basically a race of uh, blue-skinned, metal bikini-wearing uh, adventuresses from a 1930s pulp novel. Wow. Uh, they fly around in 1930s-looking <laughs> rocket ships. And uh, you meet one and, like, oh, we have to... You have to do this mission, like... Uh, and you do a couple missions for this woman. It's like, oh well, it's the eve of like the the big battle that we we might die on, and uh, so uh, yeah, let's have sex and just <laughs> like I said, it's it's just this audio uh, with a black screen and subtitles. Wow! Ah. So now it you sounds know. like it, imagination. It, it sounds voyeuristic. We're like someone's recording it from like. As the developers of the game, even we're not supposed to know our characters are doing it. So we held up a talk boy next to uh, someone getting it on. Probably did convince the government that I don't, our game developed sentience and fucked itself. Hi, <laughs> it wasn't our fault. <laughs> that Hi, aliens. Just... I came early. <laughs> <laughs> might just be kind of a shitty sound file. But... No. No? No, it has All to right. be it. Well, let's, <laughs> let's jump ahead to the something. The game definitely fucked itself. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump ahead to something a little more recognizable, if nothing oh, else. Oh. Number four. Who is that stranger? Damn, I'll shoot it down. Here I come. What a, this is from a uh, an appearance of this particular ship that is not part of the general canon in which it appears. Mm-hmm. Has much more voice acting than it would ordinarily. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll be more specific. That's from Zone of the Enders 2. Uh, is that the Jehuti? Is that no, no. Dang it. Jehuti is not really a spaceship. Oh, that's the only, that's the only well, term I remember. If it's Konami, then I'm yes. guessing it's Vic Viper. Yes, thank you. Wow. Vic Viper? Vic Viper. Vons to wash your windows. This is Vic Viper, <laughs> T301. Commencing attack on the end. 
Hey, I'm Vic Viper. I'm a spaceship. I'm Vic Viper for the United Way. <laughs> I'm also a bunch and vipe your windows. Does that mean your first name is Wick? Yeah. No. Uh, Vic Viper, also known as the Warp yeah. Rattler, is the ship from Gradius. Yeah. And that, that whole fucking series yep. of games. And what makes it so awesome, other mm-hmm. than the two cool airfoils sticking out of its front? Of course, these things. Uh, options. options! Yes, I'm, I'm amazed you heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're it's, definitely listening for... Super important. You know how many times I've had to describe Cobra Triangle using only these terms? <laughs> 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 They're like options that float around. Like, yes. man, I wish... I'm sure there's an interview somewhere, because in Gradius you would get... There's like a power bar at the bottom, mm-hmm. and you pick stuff up, and you can oh, choose mm-hmm. among the things like missiles or whatever. There's a Laura bar at the bottom, and <laughs> option is one of them. And as a kid, I remember like it's just a question mark. It's the only one that doesn't make sense. Like, and you know, and mm-hmm. then when you even when you select it, it says option. It's like mm-hmm. option does not mean glowing ball that also shoots. Yes. <laughs> so the fact that they're called options is yeah. kind of interesting, and I don't know what. Mi- I haven't looked up what they might be called in Japanese. Yeah, or there's just probably called, an interesting story there. They're just called options, and then that's, because they're, yeah. they're all they are is like this lifeless balls that shoot the same weapon you do, which yeah. is if, in anything like it's really cool. I haven't seen it done yeah. in any like yeah. modern yeah. game. Well, it is consistent across different games, even outside of yeah. Proteus. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Proteus. Mm. Yes. Uh-huh. So there's Proteus. There's I mean Life Force Salamander. There's Salamander. Nemesis mm-hmm. on Game Boy. There's a lot of and Gradius Five showed up on I think on PSN Classics like PlayStation Classics. Really? Yeah. And uh, Gradius Five is really good. Is it? Yeah. It's and about I think it's twelve years old now. I, but it's I, really good. I pulled these some of these sound files from a playthrough of Gradius Five where it's like no deaths, never get touched, um, and it's kind of amazing to see because this guy who's playing gets like four options and mm. just basically covers the entire yeah. screen with these giant ripple waves and it's just like a huge wall of force that's just crashing yeah. into everything. Yeah, did we describe it? I don't know. We're so old. We have to describe this. Because it's just a dot, right? In almost all these games? Yeah, it's, it's just it's a, a glowing, a glowing orb orange dot. That hovers around you and, and especially in that case fires out the same weapon you do. So, I, like, if you remember Galaga, like, double your ship and you get yeah. double your shot. This mm-hmm. is like a bunch of just dots so, and that And even more obscure thing. reference. Yes. But, I mean, at least that's still in bars. Like, I, I don't true. see any great. Yeah, I think more people around. know Galaga than yeah. You're probably right. Robert actually. Downey Jr. said it in Avengers. That's true. Oh yeah, wasn't that the one there? Someone was playing in the background. He accused yeah. them of it. Yes. Yeah. That guy's playing. Galaga. That guy's playing Gradius. Guy's playing... The whole audience. <laughs> what? That guy's playing Life Force. Salamander in Japan. Stop, you know it, people. Stop the movie. Uh, for what it's Come worth, on, Nemesis Two. Uh, for what it's worth, game. No. Uh, the gra- the Life Force box art is one of my all-time favorites. It's so good. You'd think the star of it was a snake. Yeah, <laughs> that that fucking art is so rad, yeah. and like I I've told the story somewhere before, probably multiple times. Tell it again, Brad. I've told it nine times. Uh, done this almost for eight years. Uh, no, it's eight. No, oh eight, oh eight to sixteen. Yeah. So uh, there was I found a sealed copy randomly at a oh god, what was that store called? Montgomery Ward or yeah, Monkey uh, Ward. K- K's merchandise. There was K's, K's merchandise. K Y. Every kiss begins with K. No, this is K apostrophe yes. It was oh, possessed. They sell rings and also video yes. games. It was K's <laughs> merchandise and in nineteen ninety nine I remember walking in and there was just on the shelf a sealed life force NES and I'm Whoa. like oh. I'm like <laughs> Like hyper, like yeah. Next to a Metal Gear Solid VR Missions T-shirt, which at the same, Ooh, which even then was, one. and I bought them both because it was like, oh, it, I can't. That does suggest a time, though. No, yeah, it was not very much like '99, like so. when you shouldn't have been able to find such. Yeah, a thing. like, like I, the idea of an MGS T-shirt, and it's just Ninja with his, you know, covering mm-hmm. the one eye on the, the, the anyway. 
This and, is the, and I open it, and the life force inside of it has a a sleeve that's like, do you want posters of all yes. all of those? Like, mm-hmm. all the silver boxes of, like, Contra, Stinger, uh, Russian Attack, Track and oh, Field, man. Life Force. I'm like, yes. Without that gray border, please? I want all of them. Mm-hmm. And I call the number, and it was like, thank you for calling North Carolina's 1-800-THE-SURF. They're your number one hit for all the surf hits in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> Some shitty shell corporation for Konami. By the way, we still have those Konami posters. <laughs> but it was clear that this number had died a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, whatever hotline, that number got reassigned to a fucking radio station. Can, can you imagine? It's like, yes, we still have a back stock of these things from ten years yeah, ago. Well, I'm like a little surprised you called, but Thank I do you. have a stack of track and field posters. Just I just like, sit here all man. day sleeping like, while cobwebs hello. grow on me. <laughs> I'm so glad you called. <laughs> I can't quit until we, well, they're all gone. Do you have 900 friends who need... <laughs> have you heard of Goamont? <laughs> I hear paper's too valuable for me to just quit. <laughs> We're working on this game called Sweet Cutten. But, uh, uh, have you read the water margin? Life Force we rented. We heard about a code and wanted to make sure we had it right, so my buddy Shit Steve wrote it down. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left. And I had never used that. In con- I'd never played Contra before in my life. I was introduced mm. to that code via... A Gradius game. And this ship, the Vic Viper. Yeah. And it is a great mm-hmm. ship that occasionally gets models and things and toys made of it over the years yeah. and that are it's hard to find. Yeah. Oh. In Japan. So cool. It's such a great yeah, silhouette. Really and it looks great. And I think the cover, the PS2... Um, I mean, all the games feature the ship prominently on it, but the PS2... I think it was a launch game. It was Gradius 2 and 3, mm-hmm. or 3 and 4. Might, might have been 3 and 4. For SNES? PS2 oh. launch game. It was oh, yeah. like a much better version that didn't show, slow down so much, but the, the, the cover is kind of just a schematic of the ship, and it's like, nice. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole, that's the whole anecdote. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Zone of the Enders thing, I th- feel like we should talk about that just a little bit, in that uh, that's sort of a weird cameo mm-hmm. where it shows up not just as a boss... That you have to fight, but it's it's uh, shows up as the like the spaceship, the Vic Viper, Ooh. turns into an orbital frame, a robot uh, that's piloted by the hero of the first game, Leo hmm. Stenbuck, and uh, so you fight him. It definitely and then, got better at naming things. <laughs> yep, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go fight the bad guy by myself. Don't follow me, or else your your Don't robot come. will blow up." Is he Bobcat Goldthwait? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was. Get in the first game. <laughs> I can't do it. Pretty good. It's, it's, it, it's, it, that's why that guy's paid so much. It hurts to talk yeah, like that. It you does. can't do it. Yeah. I wish him and Macho Man could have just graveled at each other for a while. Oh, yeah, I like your cadence. <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man. That's, that's the best Bobcat yeah, Goldthwait I've ever that's heard. That's pretty good. Yeah, you've got to, like, <laughs> kind of. That like was Dave, by the way. Whimper out, like, you've got to, like, <laughs> kind of quit on it halfway through. <laughs> I feel like See, he's. I feel like he's always hated that voice and just kind of. It's it's why culture it. somehow peaked oh, yeah. in the '80s because nobody. I just watched Pee Wee's Big Holiday and like, can you imagine pitching a character for yeah. a film who talked like that? <laughs> it, it happened every week. It, it, never mind. He, but it's, it's it's evocative of the era that this ship Billy was. Billy Scott had two funny talking people, huh? like Bobcat and also the guy who made voices with his mouth. Uh, or Michael or Winslow. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I appreciate you tying it back to the the spaceship. You're wh- I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump along to something I know Brett definitely knows. Number three. I've heard of number three before. Let's see if you can guess it just by that sound. It does sound familiar. I, I nothing's nothing's <laughs> leaping out of me, but it does trigger that I recognize the sound. All right, this next clip will make it obvious. Cryostasis shutdown complete. 
Kid Icarus was like Metroid. Yeah, it was is Kid Icarus was like released alongside Metroid. Yeah. They were both part of the adventure series, but very different games. Yeah. Um Yeah, the Samus's uh, ship. Yeah, Samus's gunship. Yeah. As it's it's known it doesn't like it, it depending on which game you're playing, it has like a different classification, never a name. Yeah. It's usually like a hunter or Italian class gunship. Slightly different in hey, Italian scotch. Italian <laughs> class, I'm not sure. I might hey, be a Get it back on the Urk one with that ass. Hey, uh, this girl over here. <laughs> turn it into a ball and everything. <laughs> there it is. Happy thirtieth birthday. You were taken down. It's, yeah. it's weird, though. We should acknowledge that, because Nintendo isn't. <laughs> I remember that music playing whenever she exited the ship in yeah. Super Metroid, but it doesn't. It plays in, in Prime. Metroid Prime 3, specifically. Mm. That. I'm trying to like, figure out the best way to describe that ship, and I'm just thinking, like... It looks like Samus's helmet flattened out and bulked up at the sides. I'm thinking more like, so the episode of uh, recent Talking Simpsons episode where Homer makes that bat, and someone else makes the football, and it's like... It's like kind of long like a football, but also bumpy like a bad football, like this deflated. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's not yeah. a bad like a, like a Nerf football that got stomped on. A yeah, bunch. but when I it's when like I, an old West pocket pussy. <laughs> when I first take your word on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the You're spinners the to there. prove it. Yeah. They're gonna make a television game out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold your VCR up to it and get a big old score. <laughs> that guy's talking about TV. He's a witch. <laughs> you can fax your score to the newspaper. We'll put you on the second page. How do these old West people still have access to some technology? I don't know. I invested all my like, gold winnings in Captain Power games. Look, Dave, anything prior yeah. to the iPhone coming out just uh, belongs yeah. in the same era. Right? Yeah, it's all uh, the gold rush slash Civil War. King Arthur slapping his fax machine because it won't connect to the 800 number that lets him order Konami posters. Yeah, Everyone got a Xerox and of the he, Declaration of Independence. And he's missing all of Party of Five while it's happening. <laughs> What and he we talks ta- like an old prospector. <laughs> oh, my telex isn't working. <laughs> Somebody call Comqual. Can you believe my Xbox One wanted to be always online? <laughs> Resetting my router right now. What Jack a snafu! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Samus's yeah. ship. It also, oh, how did I get to so, this voice? So it also changes its shape from like yes, because there's Metroid Two and you escape in it, and that's I think its first appearance. Is Metroid, the ship? The Metroid 2? Metroid 2, yeah. Uh, when you kill really? the Metroid Queen, you escape, maybe Metroid goes with you, and then you get to the surface, wow. and your ship's waiting for you, and you leave. And then Super Metroid begins with you landing, mm-hmm. and then Prime, it, you use it a little bit more, it, it actually, you can activate it, and it'll you know bring move stuff, especially in Prime 3. Yeah, I love that in Super Metroid, especially because it's always there, it's a save point. It's your first yeah. save it's where, point. It's where you start, like, yeah. almost all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, when the ship comes and it's but it, like you can go back to it. It's like mm-hmm. it's always up at the yeah, surface. Yeah, it's just always hovering. But yeah, it looks great. It's it's one of those things Light that. It yeah. it. See, I, I just yeah, I just thought of bit. it when I first saw it in Super Metroid. Is like Samus flies around the galaxy in a ship that looks like her face. Yeah, yeah a little weird. bit. But what branding? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. It's one of those things that I know not many though. There have been toys or models made of it, but not as many as you would think, mm. given a thing that shows up in multiple games the, in the series. One of the only, mm. one of like three or four consistent things in the Metroid universe. Yeah. So like, 
Yeah, and it's weird. Like the Prime Three wins the is the most like. Well, let's try to make it kind of more aggressive looking because it, it it gets a little less of that. It looks a little less like a mashed, activated mashed football <laughs> and more of a spaceship. You know what it looks like? Actually, it looks like the ship from Flight of the Thank Navigator, God! but with bumps at it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Prime Three, you use it a little bit more to like, oh, carry this thing over here, and the ship now has a gravity beam that will let you move objects. But can you believe that both of those, Metroid and Flight of the Navigator, are within six days of each other? Wow. Yeah, and, they uh, are very close oh, to wow. each other. And so yeah, like eighty-six. The Flight mm-hmm. of the Navigator ship is like the camel with one. The Trimax. Space drone. Yeah, and the Metroid ship is the camel with two humps. <laughs> right? It's yeah, a Bactrian, no. yeah. It's yeah. Bactrian versus Dromedary. I mean, I would totally... Uh, a lot of it, words it shows up around. in Smash Brothers as one of her final smashes. Really? That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like a stage background, right, also? Or am I thinking a snake? Somebody has a... Doesn't she have his final smash that's like you're in her ship shooting? Probably. I didn't play the Wii U <laughs> in at all, so if I saw it, it was in a trailer. Mm. So I maybe missed... I played the never Wii U enough, enough to, enough to go smash. like... This doesn't have a single-player campaign. Fuck yeah, this. Yeah, same. I like story modes in my fighting I games. still have not I'm seen the game in motion. Uh-huh. So. Oh, wow. Outside of trailers that I was forced to watch. Hmm. That's disappointing. Anyway, but yes, Samus's gunship is pretty cool, but by the law of numbering, it's not as cool as this. Number two. Open the wing. Oh, wow. Music's a dead giveaway. We just yeah. do a VG Empire on we this? We just, uh, in fact, right uh, this week. Oh! Strangely, uh, VG, not even intentionally, there's a VG Empire this week uh, about Star Fox. Oh. And that is the opening of Star Fox 64. It is, um, yes. The R-Wing being the ship, mm-hmm. which began as uh, literally seven triangles. Um, and then yeah. it would turn into like a few dozen triangles in Star Fox 64. Yeah, you could have made the R-Wing out of like a piece of notebook paper. <laughs> oh, basically, or origami. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's not a bad uh, so, analogy. So as it's flying around uh, doing battle mm-hmm. and defeating enemies of the Andros, you could call it the Aragami Killer. Oh! oh. <laughs> Tying it all back into it. Sending all those ships to the wasteland. But would you... <laughs> Fuck! But would you call it the Origami Killer? Or Go to the wasteland, Is Fox. it the, the Origami Killer or a Gami Killer or Origami Killer? Uh. Well, well, it is an army. The so. solution will surprise ah. you. <laughs> Click to find out more. Click the answer at the end of this program. <laughs> Secret sound will just be... Uh, fucking cares. Yeah. So that's, ju- that's just the class of ships. So like they're all flying R-Wings, right? Yeah, yeah they're, they're all flying R-Wings. Yeah. It's not the R-Wing, one yeah. iconic ship, but the only Star Fox team seems to really fly them. Yeah, and the coolest thing about the R-Wing from, that I always liked the most or was... Or does Star Wolf team also fly them? You know, I don't know if they're classified as our wings. Right. Better not be. They're, Continue. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted. Because um, the canon of Star Fox, they couldn't care less about, um, mm. other than Bill and Star Fox's dad died or something. And that does Andros, seem to come up a lot. Yeah. I only want to hear about how their feet were lopped off. Yeah, <laughs> there's a story there. <laughs> That's somewhere. all I care about. But uh, the games are great. And uh, the R-Wing, the thing I loved from the very beginning was... Um, you know, ran on the Super FX chip on the Super NES, which was the, the story behind Star Fox is also great because of this Western developer wowing Nintendo of Japan Damn. enough to like, you can come in <laughs> and you can make a game with us at a time when there couldn't have been a bigger wall. That, like mm. Nintendo doesn't talk to anybody. You mm. like uh, to have a first party game published by Nintendo, and this is a brand that we are going to put our name on and our seal, and this is a a first party endeavor. And yes, Western dev, you can totally make, like. That's nuts, and they. <laughs> That's also the sound that most Star Fox characters made. That in that is first actually. Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, 
the cool thing about the ship for me was like you would uh, double tap L or R on the Super NES controller, and it wasn't the barrel roll. And you'd do a barrel roll. Yes. No. Uh, well, before Peppy would orchestrate it as such. Well, that, um, what what they call a barrel roll in Star Fox is not yeah, actually it's not a, barrel a barrel roll. roll. Yeah. What is a barrel? It's roll? a different aerodactical thing. Okay. You would have to like. Yeah, a barrel roll is <laughs> your hand when is you picking go, up great on Mike. Uh, well, it's, I'm trying to show you. Yeah, that, it's, it's uh, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this, it. The plane would rotate, but across a distance, yeah, not just would, spinning. It in would place. basically got it. Uh, flip around in a circle, not a spin attack. Yeah, right. not a spin. Not a spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's diff- um, anyway. Uh, Look it up, kids. Do a crazy app. Do a Google search. <laughs> do an Immelman. Yeah. Uh, which you can do in Star Fox 64. They did put that Ping in there. That's true, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, when you do the Do barrel, the Lindy Hop. When you do a barrel roll, it, the ship becomes invulnerable for no reason. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of cool moments where in, even in the original Star Fox or 64 when a bunch of you know lasers or beams could be coming at you. And if you do a barrel roll perfectly, it'll just like ping, 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 like all the shit will bounce off of you. And it's just a great way to make you feel like a really skilled player yeah. when you're just using a basic mechanic. Why don't you make a ship that always ba- barrel rolls? Yeah. It's very dizzy. Mm. Why don't they make the plane all out of the black box? Why don't they make yeah. the plane all out of barrel rolls? <laughs> In Star Fox Command, yeah. uh, you have your the ability to make your own voice lilat speech. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So you, just, you, you say a wow. certain number of pre-selected words, then it's just you. I should have brought that because I have it saved. I wonder if it's the same as Animal Crossing speech. Um, It's a little different. Yeah. I, it might, it's called Lilat Speed. What if that's the mission in Star Fox? To, oh, make it to, the, uh, to find a language? Hmm. <laughs> Star Fox Zero, the search for language. I hope. <laughs> language. So, knowing how big No Man's Sky is, I hope they mm-hmm. hid some like total. They I, had to. Some total IP infringement in there. Mm-hmm. Just like, man, whenever they find it, we'll patch it and remove it. But good luck finding that ET planet. It's a planet populated only by foxes, <laughs> frogs, and bluebirds. By the time anyone <laughs> finds this, Trump will be president and we'll have uh, nuke the Earth. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah, crazy thing about No Man's Sky, it's only like three and a half gigs. That yeah. is a very yeah. small download. Well, a lot of a cloud huge patch, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm. The day one mm-hmm. patch. Um, uh, but yeah, the Arwing is, is another one of those ships, like Samus's ship, that I'm like, I if you guys would have been more on the ball with your marketing and branding in the 90s, like you could have made a ton of money Dude, off you of had, it. You had a magazine, put a cardboard insert that tells you how to make your own. Yeah. If that never happened, Nintendo Power, we'll get to that in the news. And all um, I want now is to someone to just make the Super NES Star Fox that runs at 60 frames a second. Like uh, the exact same graphics, exact same everything, just... Turn the 3D off on 64. <laughs> That's not the game I want. While we were doing uh, yeah, VG Empire, I, was, I Googled I that. I want to shoot a slot machine. I, I want to see Star Fox That's 64, how, how, how much it costs on the 3DS now. It is $100. Yeah. And because I searched it once, everything I do on Google and Facebook mm-hmm. now promotes Star Fox 64. To Wait, me. you're the biggest fan. I mm-hmm. guess. Pay $100. I probably beat that game 100 times. People on eBay are desperate to unload this, but not enough to lower their prices. <laughs> Fox, the rules of supply and demand are in your favor. <laughs> sell now. Buy low, sell high. That's why I always say... Uh. <laughs> Uh, I guess I should price it fairly. <laughs> You'll never sell it for that price. <laughs> That's a good joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on some universe, in some No Man's Sky galaxy. Uh, so uh, I can guess what number one is based on our earlier yeah, conversation. I, I, I had one more sound. I'll just play it for the hell of it. All range mode. Brought to you by the uh, Ocarina of Time Quartet. Oh, yeah. Ah, so this is Star Fox. What? 
But uh, that was one thing I liked about the N64 game is that like it was yeah. mostly these like linear shmup levels, yeah, but tubes. in third person. But then yeah, it would it switch to the arena areas where you just yeah. freely fly around, which I think was introduced in Star Fox Two. The Super NES one that is basically done and then canceled. Yeah, and it's they like didn't, you can yeah. find the prototype. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but um, uh, order cartridges, so, and I think somebody, Jeremy Parrish, once said that something along the lines of a, a Super FX chip game has to die for you to have a cartridge of Star Fox Two. Like, mm, I see. So it's like, yeah, kill all the Doom cartridges. Nobody needs to play that on <laughs> yeah, Super Nintendo or Stunt Race FX. That was hey, fine. at least that's unique. Yeah. You can take all my copies of Family It's Dog. like 10 frames per second inside a very small window. It's not 10 you frames per second. You can play Doom on your VMU. Yeah, you can play Doom on your fucking phone. Yeah. Anyone who plays Doom on your phone, just stop talking. <laughs> like, I, Look, I, Stunt I, Race FX killed my parents. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. It looks so cute. <laughs> Was it the truck or the sprint car? Like, uh, a, like a truck opened up and poured all cartridges on my parents. <laughs> well, they were in an alley. That was like one of the only Super Nintendo games my sister ever owned, and I think I spent a lot more time on it than she did because that's what I did. Michael must have spent a little more time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be home, huh, Commander? I guess we'll have to give her a name. Is this AO Technology? Yes. <laughs> This um, is the Enterprise of yeah. Gaming. Yes, the Normandy. Yes. Uh, yeah, introduce the Mass Effect, and uh, Seth Green pilots the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like he does on Robot Chicken every week. But yeah, you, exactly. You, yeah. I think you, it's been a while since I played Mass Effect 1, but uh, you start on the Citadel and kind of dick around, and eventually you get on the Normandy, and you, you get a lot of... Uh, you actually start on the Normandy. Oh, do you? Actually, you just man. aren't uh, in charge of it. Right. It's, pilot, it's oh, captained yeah. by your superior, Captain Anderson, I think. Oh, Anderson. Admiral yeah. Hackett. I remember that. Ah, yeah. Um, and... Motherfucking Keith David? Motherfucking Keith David. I believe it is. What up against the wall here, Shepard? I've got big news for you, Shepard. Captain Anderson is stepping down as commanding officer of the Normandy. The ship is yours now. Boy, nice. he retired at the right time. Yeah, get the, <laughs> get out of there, get out of here, man. You don't want to be on the ship yeah. in uh, twenty to thirty hours. No, man. no, it's uh, gonna blow. But yeah, it's it's cool because you could. Uh, I mean, I loved exploring the galaxy. That music on the overworld map is yeah. so. So good, and you can just even though the tediousness of just visiting planets and like yeah, you land on the Mako and whatever. I think Emmy Two did a little bit better yeah. job by just streamlining that process. Dude, like I, I, I could not play the. I still haven't finished the first. Game. I know people fucking hate the Mako. It wasn't I, that I hated it; crashed the game I, a billion did, times. Mine yeah, did, mine did crash a lot, yeah. but I did finish. I mean, I finished Emmy One three times. But I lost. I, I lost three every, hours of progress yeah. twice in yeah. like no. Nah, sorry, Mass Effect. I played through most of it like a year or two after it came out, mm-hmm. so maybe it had yeah, been patched. It, it, probably, it probably was patched. The PC one was definitely retooled. The whole yeah. inventory system and a lot of stuff was fixed for PC. Somebody convinced me, like, just jump in with two before two three so comes out, and, like, I still had some save data that yeah. transferred over, and, like, it's one of my favorite series Two ever. is... Two, I finished... Two, I think I got a... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do it on PS3, obviously, but I got every achievement. It's one of the few games I got all... Mm. Like, I beat it on Insane mm. and uh, three fucking times, and... I don't know. I loved all three two? Mass Effects for very different reasons, but yeah, the Normandy was cool. Just to also like, introduce a new Normandy, right? Because yeah, it blows up at the beginning. Yeah, so you Spoiler. get a, a different well, that's Normandy. That, that first sound you're hearing is uh, them seeing ah. the newly rebuilt Normandy. Yeah, and I think two is where Edie comes in, right? Like, oh yeah. I assume everything's going well up here. 
We're just having an argument over personalization in my workspace. Cerberus regulations are clear, Mr. Moreau. Personalization does not include grease on my bridge cameras. Oh. It's just mad that all its footage of me looks like a dream sequence. So, uh, uh, which I guess is... Shepard can't fuck the ship because, <laughs> it, like, that's Joker's. Uh, you can't get with Edie, girl. Mm-hmm. Can't you? I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't I know that I was can... too laser focused on Tally so, Man. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jo- Joker and Edie, like the ship's AI, mm-hmm. beginning with Mass Effect Two, have the very contentious relationship. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those like there's sparks because there's chemistry yeah. things. And, it's like uh, moonlighting, but actually on the moon. In Mass Effect 3, <laughs> she gets a robot body. Yes. And, uh, and what a body. And of course, it is, it is yes. a porn bot with high heels. Of course it is. Thank you for building high heels into my legs. And, and a, it is Fritz Lang tit butt. Like, yeah. to the Chrome max. bob haircut. Yeah. yeah. And, Which, uh, whatever. Uh, yes, and you can play matchmaker between Joker and robot. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it is still fun to watch them slowly get it, get hit it off and then get, presumably get it on. Was she mm-hmm. one of the first people to walk out of your ship at the end of 3? Because yep. she was on mine. I mean, that's also like, it's like <clears throat> signifying the whole ending where it's mm-hmm. like, if you choose the one where it's like humans and biogenesis, kind of, man. Yeah, like, oh, well, the human guy. Sorry, and I thought the that was beautiful. Girl, fuck like, everything. Oh, I thought that ending was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm and sure Joker is the first person to fuck a robot in the future. Mm. Yes, of course he's the first one. Why are you kidding? There's six people doing it while they listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and you At made least. them all stop in their tracks, Chris. <laughs> Look, put it back in. Shamed them. Yeah, you were about to complain about the sound quality. That was just your balls hitting fucking polyurethane. If you're a guy, put it back in. <laughs> if you're a girl, that climb back your on. Fault. Like whatever you wanted, however you're doing it, however you're, robot, however you're doing you it with this robot, please continue. Yes, and the non-existent woman on the fucking Sibian <laughs> robot. I'm sure that doesn't exist. But it was cool because you could not only like fly around mm. uh, and explore different planets, either in Mass Effect One by like dropping the Mako on it and driving around, but then in you Two can, you would like would fly around a little you know solar system map and just scan the surface and but then you could go inside the ship and you spent a lot of time oh, in yeah. all three yeah. games on the Normandy walking yeah. around talking to all your and people. I, I kind of the only way to progress the story. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes it so special among yeah, all yeah. these ships. Like number one, it's super iconic. It's like mm-hmm. the Enterprise when it blows up at the beginning of two. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a profound loss. And, uh, and then Abrams would do it in all three movies. <laughs> I was just but, about to mention yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That's mm. true. But also, the it's just the people on yeah. board. Like, the, the crew, yeah. the fact that, like, not only is it your headquarters, but, like, this is where a lot of the character interaction takes place. It's everyone's home. Yeah. yeah. And that makes it, like, you you get really attached to the Normandy, in, in part because of the characters that live there. Yeah. I was just yeah. about to say something cynical. The Normandy is a place where you can find your friends and rooms to stand in. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go talk to them. But it's like it's that kind of feeling though. Every time you would play a mission, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, I cannot. Like you would look forward to. I just did a a story beat, one single story mission. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna go floor by floor of this fucking ship. I'm even gonna talk to Jessica Chobot, room by room, and I'm gonna go into the fucking janitor's closet and talk <laughs> to this person. I'm gonna go in the engine coil and talk to this person. I'm gonna walk to the fucking cockpit. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna go front yeah. to back, and then I think two, the end of two, when the collectors show up and they storm your ship, you actually play as Joker briefly mm-hmm. and you have to like sneak out and yeah. for the first time it's like that home invasion feeling of like, oh no, this super safe place that nothing about the outside game has ever interacted with the ship 
is now compromised the ship, and it's this scary feeling. Yeah, it was like, like that uh, dumb story I told on uh, bonus time, where like we wake up one day and there's a person on our back porch we didn't recognize. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. ah, the conflict of this neighborhood <laughs> has finally leaked into the household. <laughs> yeah. I was going to relate it mm-hmm. to the uh, base invasions from XCOM, but you, yeah. your real example trumps it sucked. that. Yeah, it really sucks. That's yeah. why the uh, studio moved from the kitchen. <laughs> he destroyed oh. the kit. The, the kitchen was destroyed in that battle. Uh, yes, <laughs> officers <laughs> in the hallway. All of you can come in this small house and run yeah, through here. Uh, we closed the bulkhead <laughs> to the to the kitchen. And, uh, <laughs> created a bottleneck right around the yes. Xbox One. Everyone who's in there was dead and is floating in perfectly preserved zero G. That's man, that really brought me back to that Mass Effect Two demo I saw. The the first time where like just just Bioware was like, and that. that's it. Normandy's destroyed. Shepard's dead, and that really happens. Go fuck yourselves and write your shitty articles. And, and like, <laughs> I will. And I it was like, what really? They're doing? I don't know. I'm so pissed. They just said, yeah, do that. Write this up, and then God damn it, I know what they did. I actually like mm. Game Pro. We like we did a cover story, and like our whole thing was like Commander Shepard can die. And then we saw that at E3, and we're like, "Fuck you, you guys just like spoiled it." And then we realized like after the game Jerks. came out, like, "Oh wait, no, Dicks. he can die if you just have a really shitty multiple final times. run." <laughs> and no then, like, money down. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but like. It was a weird thing where we kind of realized, like, oh, they were telling us about the other time he dies at the very end. Is, was there something about Mass Effect Remastered? I would really love to go revisit mm-hmm. this series. I feel like clean it, playthrough. it has been announced, maybe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, thought, I, I don't I, know. I feel like it's on the horizon. If, it, if it's not... As, as much as I love them, I do not need to play them again. Yeah. I, I, I finished I only, all of them. See, I, I did one run got, through, so... I only got partway through two, oh, so... Dude! Uh, oh, my I'm, I'm ready to just... Speak. I'm yeah. just ready to start it over from the beginning. You don't even fuck Miranda! Come <laughs> no, on! Why no, would you, of all the people, fuck someone you could fuck in real life? Because did you see it I did! It's amazing. I did, but part of the fun of these games is like I could the never get with Liara stick or my dick in a gas mask scorpion. That's not yes. happening. <laughs> when am I going to get that chance? <laughs> and like Garrus, the same yeah. thing. I can totally see why Garrus is an attractive option because it's like I can't fuck a weird transformer fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fuck a spelt Admiral Ackbar anywhere else. <laughs> Well, it's uh, rare. As someone who plays a femship, I've been <laughs> leaning toward like I kind of want to hook my femship up with Garrus because oh, Garrus dude. is fucking awesome. Dude, Garrus is a super wiener in the first one, and then yeah. in two becomes badass as fuck, and then yeah. in three is even better. He so, deserves the most stanky in this hangdown. He's he's, he's the Rodimus Prime. He is <laughs> Mass Effect. And I mean, really, no one in Japan wanted to run that by anybody. <laughs> Rodimus no. Prime. Jesus Christ! I'm surprised. No, that's a terrible name. That's, that's what. That's what. That's what the the Dirk Diggler will be in the Boogie Nights remake, like eight years from now. <laughs> it's like Rodimus Prime. Yeah, <laughs> penis euphemism. Prime. It is the worst name. It's like Hot Rod. Well, it has to be like Optimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. Good. Let's go to lunch. Like you could take the rest of the day and try to come up with a better name. Later at lunch, hey, inexpensive prostitute slobber on my Rodimus Prime. <laughs> Dude, Nicole. this totally works. That's great. Did you just come up with that? <laughs> it's nineteen eighty six. I like blowing Johns who are clever. <laughs> God, I couldn't even get through that. Yes, Do you know yeah. I have a crush on every boy? Twenty percent discount for making me laugh. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds, like one, sounds like one of the Muppet babies. I don't know where. Fuck. Uh, sorry. Uh, also, the Normandy looks really cool. On that note, we should probably take a break. Yeesh. When we come back, we'll talk about No Man's Sky and other new releases. Some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned. You got Moxie and you got the skills for a hundred million million kills. We'll be 
ship and a whore Built to kill stuff in war You get what you pay for Omega Hear her engines roar Like a burning liquor store With beautiful French doors Omega Get scratching. I'll vouch for any VGA listener as uh, someone who is not only smart, but has played or plays with Legos. Hey, how would you like Legos that move and come to life? You got a kid in your life that would like something like that? Well, the good news is that today's episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Little Bits, an easy-to-use electronic building blocks that help empower you or the little one in your life to invent anything. Obviously, I love playing with Legos and putting stuff together like this, models and such, and it is really neat. Uh, the bits snap together with magnets. There's no soldering or wiring or programming required. You can just make little robots, and to, perhaps it's good for you or someone in your life, the, an inventor, a DIY or a musician. It's super easy to use. There's color-coded blocks, and you can buy new kits at your leisure and keep on building. And you can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time to get $20 off your order exclusively through that link. Build robots, bubble blowers, pinball games, and I think I saw a kid on the website who built a keyboard out of a banana. Seemingly crazy stuff that is made easy by intuitively designed little bits. Again, they're really neat. I encourage you to check it out. Thank you so much. And remember, Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time and get 20 bucks off your first order. Back to the show. Are you already tired of 2016? Jump into the past with 302010, our weekly pop culture time machine podcast. Here's something you may remember from 2006. Uh, but yeah, the big movie out this week. Mama, I'm going fast! To become the fastest man alive. That's my boy, Ricky! Dear Lord, baby Jesus, I want to thank you for my family. And yeah. Adam McKay does such a good job of making NASCAR look really fun and interesting yeah really good action directing job this is this there's so many funny money moments in this movie yeah. most will ferrell adam mckay movies just pack every single space of a scene with a funny person who doesn't ever get to really shine anywhere mm. else michael clark dung this movie is awesome. i love this line i say it all the time mm. the doctor told us that we should let you work it out in your own sweet time but ricky you can walk what'd you just say <laughs> it's all in your head you sick Sons of bitches. I mean, you walk in that door on your two legs all fat and cocky and looking at me in my chair and you tell me it's all in my head? I hope that both of you have sons, handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who are talented and star athletes and, and they have their legs taken away. I mean, I pray you know that pain and that hurt. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. You are not... Paralyzed! <laughs> oh, man. That makes me so happy. Don't you put that evil on me. It's so good. That's 302010, a weekly look at what happened in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago, every Thursday right here on the Laser Time Network. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. There was this journalism class, uh, lights were always low, yeah. and oh, I like it. and like trying so hard to stay awake, and my, finally my head does the full-on like, ah, and I go back and smash the fuck out of the monitor behind me. <laughs> And send up a pig pin level of dust off of the oh, monitor. Oh, there's a domino effect of like all the monitors. No, that are wonderful. but like the teacher turns around and it's like if he couldn't 
echolocate whose head hit the mm-hmm. thing. All you have to do is turn around and look at like, okay, like everything's normal. There's a huge cloud of dust around one <laughs> person. The guy with the halo around yes, him. Yes, and I was just like, sorry. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Welcome back to our boisterous and boastful second segment. I just need to come up with two words that are alliterative, and I can have an intro every time. Let's just jump straight in with... It's greatly timed uh, with that can opening. Uh, No Man's Sky, the game you're all here to probably hear about. Week it's these are the no releases. I, no I Man's Sky. do have an exclusive clip from No Man's Sky. This is from very late in the game. If you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Come back, Zink! Come back! <laughs> Come back, Zink! Come back, Zink! 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 What? Uh, <laughs> I, You'll I, get it if you played the game. I can't wait to watch the views on this video <laughs> skyrocket. Yes. From like, uh, oh, turns nobody was linking to the Zinc video until <laughs> August. It's really weird. I think console gamers haven't had a game like this. And this is uh, crystallized in our stream of the game. And you can watch me get re- really frustrated. I don't play games. None of us generally play games blind. But, like, Michael, you started off on a different planet. I started off on a different planet with different materials, with different things to gather. Like, there's no there's no concrete way to start No Man's Sky, am I right? No, I think... I, I'm not really sure. Like, I haven't no, watched sure. anyone else's playthrough, I did. So. I did. And it's just like, I, I like I could... I don't know. Are you... <sighs> it just it just throws you in immediately, and it's like, it's fine, because, like, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of story in games to begin with, mm-hmm. despite every, all the accolades I threw at Mass Effect before, but, uh... Generally, I like games that just make you figure things out and yeah. play yourself, and mm-hmm. that's fine. It's just we were streaming it today on mm-hmm. our Twitch channel and our you can see the archive YouTube on, the, like, oh, on YouTube. It gives you but general it, objectives. It like, gives you general objectives, but the point of the game really is to just tinker around and yeah. futz with yeah. stuff, yeah. which means reading a lot of menus and on a stream. And on a stream, I'm like, used to like I need to go here and do this immediately yeah. so I can let show people the most of this yeah. game yeah. possible. And the game doesn't really allow you to do that. Yeah, it's a very slow burn and a yeah. very slow start where you need to gather this to get this. To and put both of those things into this thing yeah. and that, blah, blah. And then eventually you can fly off yeah. the planet, yeah. but it's like, well, you probably shouldn't yet. You should actually probably explore the planet And that's why you're not allowed, because, initially. Well, yeah. It's you, like forces you to explore so you understand how yeah. most of the game works. Yes. Yeah. It's just like you need to gather a shitload of materials but you, you said it took me like two hours. But, you but were I, fucking I, around. I was fucking around. Yeah. But it's also difficult because and one I of died the, a couple times. Also, one of the big problems with the game that is you know uh, consistent across uh, a lot of reviews and mm. just people playing is inventory management mm. becomes a big problem because it's the only thing I really hate about it at yeah. this point it's like it, it's it's asking a lot of you up front to like traverse these long distances on foot. Yeah. Look at like, these brand new procedurally generated things. Collect it or don't. It's like you if you don't have a mission 
and you you don't have a reason to collect something, you probably shouldn't. And that, I don't think that's the way that game should work. Yeah, it's, yeah I just you know automatically collect everything when I run yeah. out of space. I just teleport it back to the ship. But yeah, then but you ship is like eleven slots enough. when you start out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can also be out of range of the ship. Yeah. And it's like, why would you introduce this? Wow. Me- yeah, you can introduce this mechanic of like, well, now you're too far. That's totally artificial and unnecessary. <laughs> you just decided that for some weird reason. You should just be like, fuck it. If it has a magical transfer to ship, but from what I've heard, the, then it, it can just do it. Other like, than don't, exploration don't re- and all that, your XP or whatever, it is your inventory slots. That is what you unlock because that is what you want the most mm. in No Man's Sky. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love this game. I, I did have a lot of expectations going in and you can see me on video like I am very frustrated for yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. And then once it, it clicks, I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. What a weird game. What yeah. a nice... Yeah. <laughs> I love like the developers. The guy from Hello Games says, it's not for everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not. It's like maybe not the game you thought it was going to be. I don't... But that, It's the I game they described. Yeah, I don't get that, because like, they described it pretty clearly yeah. like uh, 30 years ago when they first announced it. It was like... it was. Yeah. It, they've been consistent. It's like, like... From the very first trailer, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of... Su- it's, it's a lot of superficial mm-hmm. stuff. Not a lot of meaning behind a lot of it, but the fun is poking around. That's yeah. the fun. What was strange to me was like how many people on Twitter and like even Polygon were like, yeah, Phil Kohler. Wh- why isn't this multiplayer? It's I, I expected something more like an MMO. Why can't I meet other players? Yeah, and I was what like, would why you would do you do with them? Why would you think that? How, yeah. And then I went back because when it was first announced at E3 2014, oh, yeah. I interviewed Hello Games mm-hmm. and wrote an article about it for PC Gamer. And one thing that they had said is like, I'd asked him like, is there a multiplayer element? And he's like, eh, you you will meet other players and it's sort of he, he likened it to journey like mm. you know where you know how in journey you're just doing your thing and like all of a sudden another player will yeah. appear it's yeah. like Which, that did you see the thing of like it turns out no that doesn't happen no it's not like that at all well, well that it, was one instance like it, it, it was certain... but that's but that's instance is the key word there like they were two players who happened to generate the same planet yeah like oh, by random happenstance. Well, you you generate the, the galaxy is consistent is across it? every yeah, copy of the, the game. The yeah. universe is a thing that exists. It's, it's just it's procedurally so generated, but it is the same in every yeah. game. But these people couldn't find one another because well, there they, is no online connectivity. But they, they they ended up on the same planet at the same time, mm-hmm. and so they're like, shit, we should both stream, mm-hmm. and let's like this. The odds of this, you know, it's the odds of because at this point you don't know what your character even looks like. Yeah, there's that, but it's like the it's the same. The odds of like two beings are materialized in our entire universe. Mm-hmm. The odds of you ever encountering each other is basically zero. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're saying is like, yeah, there can be a hundred thousand people, a million people running around this universe, but it's still going to be never hard to find somebody. It. So mm-hmm. two people are like, shit, we did, and then it turns out like, oh, one. One, the planet was day. One, the planet was night. They tried to walk mm. to what they thought was the same spot. They didn't see each other. And it's like, so yeah, you don't actually crisscross paths. And it's like, that's fine. Like, But the point is, yeah. when I name a planet, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official planet of the movie, <laughs> other people, will, other see people will see that. Yes. And that's the quote-unquote take, take, take a look at Keep an eye out for the Trunk Butts base station. That is where yeah. Laser Time well, stopped that's your in. Well, oh, that's your whole system. That's a, yeah, the Trunk Butt system uh, with the planet... Sy- <laughs> Planet Laser Time. Also, Planet Lace, because <laughs> yeah. you... I uh, didn't, yeah, you can't rename a planet. I think you might be able to. We just I backed out. Really, yeah. Yeah, no, it said really, no. If you have a typo, that planet is named uh, Lays instead of Laser Time. Pray, for once in Chris Antista history, not a typo, just yeah. backed out. Didn't yeah. know that would be permanent. Yeah. And then there's also Planet Sonic X. Planet Sonic planet X, Sonic we had X, to. Yeah. The Norwegian king And if you can find Planet galaxy. Laser Time, if you can find the giant dick carved into a rock... 
<laughs> yeah, that did happen. Yeah. We were we were carving up Which her one? room. Well, one of them I had to turn into a vagina. It just wasn't yeah, appropriate. Yeah. Was it heridium or whatever? Heridium. Yeah, yeah the heridium rock. To make my heridium. I I do wonder. Like, is it? I don't know that it's consistent to that degree. Like, mm-hmm. I know every. Like, it's basically. Okay, you know how Minecraft levels are generated from like a seed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's sort of like that, but like that's the whole universe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if changes in one game are persistent in another. Oh, Probably yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But it is like that planet will be in the same place for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. That that's it's one of those. What I'm really curious to see is uh, crazy, and I mean it's in, crazy in a good way. Like super dedicated wikis of like we're going to chart this fucking universe, mm. and people will start mm, being Jesus. able to triangulate like this yeah. planet is next to this planet. It is next to this planet, and then we'll get a map of the universe, and that's really fucking cool. Because I think that's that was one of the spoilers I read for that guy who uh, played it early, is that it's at some point when you basically unlock is the ability to go anywhere very fast. And yes, it seemed like what we were doing, we were going at light speed yeah. travel, but we went to four planets no, in we two hours. To, we went to two planets and no, it's, one it's two moon. or three. We went to one, one moon, one moon two planets, and a space station. Yeah. Which is a great primitive Radiohead yeah. uh, review. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? This I played joke. long enough <laughs> to get into dead. space, and uh, that's no reflection on the game, but I fell asleep at that point because it was like 2 a.m. Yeah. This is a habit for you. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's just, I don't know, play games until I fall asleep in my chair. <laughs> it's like me with alcohol. <laughs> I don't know, but I, did, I had a little bit of this fun in Minecraft. Um, just well, there's, there's not any real stakes. It's just... It's just yeah. Where, little, where's the narrative and the thing I'm supposed to do? I'm like, shh. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of shh. And what's... It's fine. I yeah. thought of that that I was the most intriguing think, part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, not the most intriguing you've, part, but you've it was got very an intriguing that you just fly these space stations and it's like, I don't know what this guy's saying. Yeah. But I'm learning it word by word. That, that is so neat. Yeah, and you'll learn languages and you'll learn... There'll, there'll be a little... That you're snippet. learning one universal language. Almost, That's yeah. what you're unlocking. There'll be little mm-hmm. snippets of backstory and it's like... And I have a... I don't know, but I'm guessing like your system's language is different from another system's language, yeah. but maybe not. Well, I think that's... that's well, like, I know that Eep, Orc, Oop, uh, Op, Op means I love you. I love you, you and Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely Jetsons, does. Yeah. Oh, it is yeah. Jetsons. It's Eep, Op, Orc, Ah, uh, Ah. Uh, Violent Femmes did a cover of it. It's so good. It's so good. Ba Weep, Grana, Weep, Ninny that's is, fucking Transformers. Yeah, yeah, God damn it. Bow to bot with a bang to bang. That means the, sh- the first episode of The Shield the is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means my name is Kid Rock. <laughs> yes. Uh, in in uh, Rocky and Speed. But I thought this was great, and I, 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 I'm annoyed by the articles I think I'm going to see related mm-hmm. to No Man's Sky. Like, it's... No one wants to talk about this, but No Man's Sky is actually boring. I'm like, you're boring. Uh, this is one of the most the, the greatest feats in gaming ever, and it was done by people who did like a stunt motorcycle game, a fucking cute trials yep. game. Yep. And they that's going to be at center of the universe. It's just uh, <laughs> Joe Danger. Like, hi, I'm a big nose guy in an evil Knievel outfit. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm annoyed games. by like somebody was retweeting somebody who was complaining about it. And it's like hey, they promised 60 FPS, but it barely does 30 FPS, and yet Suck you see dick. all these people saying positive things about it. They're clearly on the take. Suck a dick. Go to hell. Yeah. Here's a game yep. in 120 frames a second, mm-hmm. and it's an army men game. <laughs> so, so like, I don't know. I just it's clearly it. better. Why if, don't if you go your, play if that? That's your criteria. That's why. That's why focus testing sucks when they ask you what you want and you say frame rate. Like uh, this is something nobody could ask for, but someone created from scratch, and it's. I guess you want to. This is how I refer to all David Cage's games. It's a. It's a stepping stone game, a weird little barrier that has to be broken down, yeah. and will make everything easier and cooler from here yeah. on out. On that frame rate argument, I do lean towards the. 
like stable 30, consistent 30, mm-hmm. or you should shoot for 60 or scale back your shit. Uh, that's just my personal preference because, yeah. like, I just – it's like a filmmaker going like, well, the lighting I like doesn't work in all these shots, but fuck it. I'm going to use this lighting in every single shot. Mm-hmm. It's like you should optimize it shot for shot so mm-hmm. that the movie is fucking consistent. Yeah. My favorite part like of our, sequence. The, the favorite – the best part of Laser Time Stream was that – when the planet just completely disappeared. And oh, just, yeah. Like, see. Oh, we had one big like... error of, like, the, just the whole <laughs> oh, planet man. disappearing out from under us. It's just, it, it just environment elements in purple. Yeah. And then, even then, like, this is beautiful. Uh, Unicron got a hold of it. Oh, well. It looks like that adult swim show off the uh, air. Unicron right. wouldn't eat a planet made out of regular rocks. He would eat a robot planet. <laughs> made out of An robot idea rocks. so preposterous. <laughs> 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 I just but, I I really like this. But also, I, if if frame rate's that important to you, play on a PC. Yeah, and, and, end of well, I think Friday. They, I think they would if they were this game on PC. Yeah, right. well, it's coming out like three days. It'll uh, be out by the time you hear. But this. that is oh, okay, that is cause right. for concern because this thing has been delayed. Blah 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 blah. Yes. and this is like, but we need this extra three days. Mm-hmm. That means big problems. No, it looks um, like Sony had. Quite a bit to do with the game because Sony it, it, put a bunch of money right behind in it. The, totally. like the title of no, it. No, no, so. Sony put a lot of money in behind getting this published on PS4 because it saw the potential in what it is. And like, yeah. and I don't understand how I, if I were to come describe you this game in a lot less words, how could you not be excited about like that kind of thing in a video game? I remember, and then it looks, it does look good most yeah. of the time. I remember describing it uh, as a lot of early pieces, not early pieces. You'd have just, to be a savvy gamer to say like, well, where's the gameplay? Anybody else would be like, they they did that. There's a quadrillion planets? That's insane. Yeah, it's like a lot of uh, like space games uh, on PC where it would be like, yeah, here's a universe that you can just dick around in. And it's like, what's the point? Like, shut up. <laughs> like, the point, the point there, isn't, there isn't one. Like, it's to explore. And, yeah, there's a loose narrative or, yeah, there's a loose set of things you can do and goals to achieve. But you're just supposed to poke around and have yeah, fun. Tell in that this. to the mole people in Second yeah. Life. <laughs> <laughs> I deeply apologize. I think this is great, and like I, I'd love the developers that open with saying, like, if you don't, if you think you're not going to like it, you're probably right. Mm. Yeah, and 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 you know enough about it to know whether you're going to like it or not. And I was, I was on the fence, but I really liked it. Well, somebody said it's it's like a walking simulator, but with free roaming and space travel. I think it's like. It's like it feels a lot like sci-fi Minecraft, except yeah. you're not deforming the terrain, mm-hmm. and you have spaceships, and you can go to other planets. Would you kill things and feel bad about it? Um, I haven't. Maybe a little bit. I killed like one animal, but mostly I've been fighting with those fucking drones. Mm-hmm. That like, if you yeah. use your mining laser around them, they decide you're hostile. Yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah, and that's that's apparently part of the game that I haven't dug into yet. If you're out in space and you start firing proton shit mm-hmm. into stuff. That becomes your reputation, and people will like see your ship and like this guy is has a has a history of blah 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 of being aggressive, and we're going to be aggressive shooting first. at nothing. Yeah, shooting at nothing, and like, and I haven't. So that's playing with these guys. Like, shoot that thing. I'm like, I'm afraid. I don't want to shoot the thing yet. I don't want this to be my my course in no man's sky. Well, it is actually a lot like a walking simulator in that it turns out that your space wife has early onset dementia and is also <laughs> no, no, uh, it. it like that in that one moment where like all the animals were not only docile, I didn't know there was a feed option. You feed an oh, animal, you feed really, yeah. You feed you can feed a couple of the animals iron. I only know how to communicate yeah. with the world by shooting at it. <laughs> and so you feed them iron, and they'll show you cool hidden shit in the game. Mm. 
Uh, and then one time, and no animal ever attacked me, no matter how big or small. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a baby of the animal we've been seeing. <laughs> so I shot the baby in front of its mother. Oh, Jesus. And the mother attacked the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Monster. Yeah, but, well, we have to try things in, in these kind that's of games. True, that's true. I, and, and besides, he's... He's just uh, he's just zeros and ones. I, I feel I feel good about it. I I just thought it was. Let's, you also fed those uh, animals. You fed them lead. I, d- I fed them iron. Yeah. Oh, and zinc is one of those things. If you're like us, and like someone said that to us before we started streaming, two people were like, "You're gonna really want that zinc." Yeah, and we were like, the "Where the team. fuck is the zinc?" And that's the other dumb thing. Why is are the L3 and R3 mapped to the wrong sides. Everyone's been complaining about what, that. Can you remap them? Like, it's just I, I don't that know. simple. I haven't tried. God damn it. It's so infuriating that to, to run is R3, the right yeah. stick, and pushing L3 the right stick. And L3 is a pulse. It should be the other it way should, around. It t- should totally be. It, the pulse has a recharge rate. Mm. You can't hit the R3 button that much because you're usually looking around. Mm. It's very... I, I just... I know there's a reason why. This has mm. been... In, this is, they've been testing this enough. I really like this game. I'm rec- I'm thoroughly recommending No Man's Sky. I loved it. I like what I've played so far, but bear in mind that's only like an hour or two. And I'll probably never touch it again. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of those games where it's like, God, this looks really neat. I don't have the time for this. I'm going to go I... back and play it after we record. Uh, I'll probably edit a yeah. dumb video. But, but uh, I don't have the time for this, but I will play Enter the Gunder for another 100 hours mm. for some mm. reason. So we're losing Brett. Bye. Bye, Brett. Thanks what? for coming on the show. Yeah. You want to plug anything before you leave? Uh, well, that, that Star Fox VG Empire went up this week. Um, so if you want to hear about spaceships... And the music surrounding said spaceship. I do. Uh, VGEmpire.com or VGEmpire on Twitter. We'll be listening to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just did a Monster Hunter episode before that. And before that was Spencer Nilsson came by, the composer for Sonic CD, Amazing Spider-Man, Sonic uh, Sega CD, Batman Returns. Had him on. And he sat That's in this amazing. very chair. Actually, this chair that Dave is in. <gasps> and uh, we I talked about the it? whole we talked about the whole Sonic CD soundtrack and back and forth with the Japanese, US, all that stuff. But also, we're doing a lot of streams on Twitch and... Watch that YouTube channel, people. We're oh, doing yeah. uh, we're doing some yeah. fun stuff. But should be some fun stuff. Man, I look horrible in the video I'm about to put up. <laughs> Don't we all? Mm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I enjoyed the spaceship talk. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Brett. Um, I'm a little drunk. So Always good to see. Ah. Stum- I will stumble to a train <laughs> and get in a fight on the way home. Bye. Yes. Bye. Is there was there any other games out this week? Yes, yes. actually, there's a bunch of other of games. Uh, Brutal or Brutattle, depending on how you pronounce the at symbol. Uh, is a sort of weird, like, it's it's a deliberate throwback to, like, the old Rogue Dungeon Hack mm-hmm. game where, I don't know if you remember it, but, like, one of the very first uh, computer RPGs was, like, an ASCII game where you're... Uh, you're an at symbol, and you're moving around a dungeon hmm. made of uh, hash marks I know and you're talking letters about. and fighting monsters that are also letters. Yeah. So Brutal takes that design aesthetic, uh, turns it into a 3D roguelike brawler, and your character can choose from one of four classes, mm-hmm. uh, a ranger, warrior, Amazon, or Mystic? wizard. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they all have the ant symbol on their armor somewhere, mm-hmm. and you're going through. And it, part of what makes it interesting is that you're collecting letters as you move through this uh, ASCII characters mapped onto 3D randomized dungeon. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you collect the right ones, you can craft new weapons. So, like, if you get... I think the first thing I crafted was, like, I got I, M, and P... And you could turn that into a, a giant sword that's made of I's, M's, and P's. I would have gone with an imp. Yeah. 
I would have too, but uh, they, they obviously think different than we do. And if you find magically charged letters, then you can uh, fuse them into your weapons and give them magical abilities. It's it's kind of fun, uh, kind of hard to play when I also have No Man's Sky on tap, but uh, it's, it's part of Sony's... Uh, I forget what they're calling it. It's their version it's of their Summer, Summer Arcade. arcade. There, yeah. There's not an Xbox Summer of Arcade. If you pre-ordered it, you got 20% off the price, I think. Because did um, you see what Xbox released today? What? For free. What? Hmm. Okay, well, we were just in, we just did a Suicide Squad show about the movie Suicide Squad. Sure. And we're in the theaters, and we, just, we were waiting for all of us to meet up with one another, Henry, Dave, me, and Brett. And then we're just standing from this Ben-Hur... Yes, and like, oh, like, yeah. why the fuck does this exist? And I, and I saw, like, I saw a preview, like, you know, we didn't do CG for the chariot sequences. We shot it all real as real horses. as we could. Yeah, so did Charlton Heston. And, mm-hmm. like, it's a four-hour movie that no like, I just watched four it. Four hours? Well, the original. Uh, the, ori- the movie has an intermission. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, but like, why did, the, the best part, like, the movie is centered around appearances by Jesus and I cannot <laughs> imagine the new movie it builds up to the Jesus climaxes to such an extent but like why does this movie exist this is just Hollywood like this made money once it'll make money again what a dumb idea yeah. so of course we get our movie game again with Ben-Hur for free nice. by AOL Games on Xbox One so I worked this out I'm actually related to the author of Ben-Hur Lou Wallace what? he's my fifth cousin is yeah. So you can fuck him. Yes. Yes, yeah, so yes cool. I can fuck him. If I go back in time to when he was alive. People <laughs> have brought yeah. Dave in that easily. So totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally fuck that cool. cousin. I've seen some Done the research. You porn videos, it's it's fine. <laughs> well, he was I think my great grandfather's sister's cousin. Yeah. So yeah. Um <laughs> Bit of a and weird... I just watched it. I, lo- I love the Ben-Hur movie, but it is one of those... But what I'm saying is I'm taking huge offense to your dismissal of Ben-Hur, the story, but being it... turned into a movie. So this it's a free game? Is it's it a like... free game. Uh, it's I a guess. free game, and it's only the chariot racing, I, and it's stupid. I only stupid. know that because I saw somebody, probably Bob, I don't know. No, it's Ray about... Barnhold. That Ray... Oh, Ray Barnhold. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes, of yes. Xbox One. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm excited Friend about that. the show, Ray Barnhold, who I we should have back on here at some point. No more Whoppers, baby. But, like, I... Uh, he, he called it the Yaris, what, the Yaris of the Xbox yeah. One. But I'm so <laughs> fine with, I, like, I miss the idea of, like, if you were a kid so into a movie and you couldn't, you don't, just don't have games. You have some uh, shitty mobile free-to-play casino game. I'm going to just uh, assume no kid will ever no kid want will ever new ben play Ben-Hur be a video game. Yeah. But the coolest thing that, that did happen, like Fast 7. Fast 7 had a uh, Forza Horizon 2 That's mode, right, yeah. and it was awesome, and it was really cool. Uh, and, and this is... And, and this is it's a terrible game, but it's it comes with like you can see behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you can watch trailers and all that stuff, and uh, it's, it's just cherry. It's Road Rash yeah. uh, with even whiter people. Hmm. Though what what does deserve a, a great movie I saw recently that does deserve a game? Hmm. Bend her. Ben. Uh, and in that movie, <laughs> that very fifth clever. cousins actually have sex. This is great. Oh, okay, great. This is great. Even in the <laughs> leper colony, it's amazing. Also out this week, uh, remakes, remasters. Drunk already. Indigo Prophecy is coming yeah. to PS4. It's like the PS2 version. It's not like well, I can't, I can't it's tell. It's not the I, remastered. I've one. looked it up. Yeah, like because they did a remastered version for the PC, right? And mm-hmm. it's on like iPad and like m- like mobile platforms. I can't tell if because it seems with a lot of. PS4 games, it's like the PS2 version. They just added trophies to it. Mm-hmm. But I hope it's the remastered version because it's 
I mean, Hopefully. that it's like it's like in it, 1080. It doesn't and all really that make stuff. sense for them to just. Well, I guess I guess it does sort of make sense for them to just say like, here's the PS2 version, like <sighs> all these other PS2 games you can buy. But like right after the remaster comes mm-hmm. to PC, come on, yeah. Um, but it's a good game. Like I mean, it it falls off the uh, train way later than other David Cage games. <laughs> like uh, it only gets like stupid Matrix shit in like the last like fourth of the game, whereas like. Every other David Cage game, you kind of see through it, like, almost immediately. Chris, I know you'll love this. Oli Oli, Oli Oli Epic huh? Combo Edition, coming yeah. to PS4. Uh, what the hell it's is Ollie it? It's Oli Oli 1 and 2. And 2? Yeah. That game is so good. I don't know of a game that punished my fingers to the extent that this game did. It demands... You be really, really good at Tony Hawk. And, like, if you played a Tony Hawk game, you pulled off tricks and combos and, like... You're kind of sloppy with it. Ali Ali will fucking punish you because there's n- no 3D aspect. There's mm-hmm. there's no there's just it's there's no good, avenue. Yeah. There's no avenue for half-assing a trick. Yeah. You have to land it. Im- and there's a land button, like to make sure yeah. you land as if they were your legs. Uh, but I love Ali Ali. On Xbox One, I saw uh, Kingdom uh, New Lands. It's like it kind of looks like Sword and Sorcery, mm. but like. It, it, it like it came out on PC last year, but like they just Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they just it came out with an edition for PC, but like the the original and this DLC came to Xbox One this week. Oh, yeah, cool. And Nintendo had nothing, nothing, mm. nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump ahead to. Get away, Dave. Ah, uh, so um, big week for Nintendo. Taking <gasps> shit down. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I hate them so much right uh, now. This week they um, took down both. Well, uh, reportedly the Nintendo Power Archive that showed up on Internet Archive. Mm-hmm. I don't which know. I didn't know that if it was. I didn't know it was possible to take things off of Internet Archive. I thought that was me like, neither hey, because th- those have existed for a very long time. It's yeah. always possible, Dave. Oh. It's it's more about like I can't believe someone scanned in all of these Man. issues so well. I have some old Dreamcast <laughs> the, reviews on that on that on Internet Archive. No, I'd like I, to be taken I, out. Again, I, that, I said I, I was honored that like I have. I'm in, the 20th anniversary issue is my first time writing for Nintendo Power, and I wrote for them several oh, man. other times. And like that magazine is so special to me, so fucking special. Well, you just, wrote the uh, Howard and Nestor where they finally fucked. Right? I did mm-hmm. not do anything of any value or consequence, <laughs> but just in Nintendo like Power. Somebody when when they first posted it, and mm-hmm. just seeing the in the Internet Archive, uh, like just the thumbnails, mm-hmm. like I immediately had to tweet about. It. It's like yeah. these covers were amazing. Yeah. The first the first year was all claymation versions of our favorite games. Well, like that was the the first one, but then well, like, sorry, live action. You had uh, Simon's. Quest, yeah. which was like a guy with a deca- like yeah. holding a decapitated holding, Dracula, holding a Dracula head. head. There was a Mega Man, uh, a model of Doctor Wily. Yeah, Mega Man. Yeah, Wars. again, that was claymation. Mm. The the track and field one is just like a pair of rocket shoes with nobody in them. I love. It. There's Hulk Hogan doing a leg drop, holding a Super oh, Nintendo shit. controller. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, the Mario Kart but, issue. I love but, all that shit. Those were all great, and it's like one of those things. Like having worked at video game magazines, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine. The, the amount of effort. Like, let, yeah. okay, let's shoot this cover image. Let's come up with a model of the characters in this game from scratch mm-hmm. 
and uh, photograph it so it looks amazing. I remember to write in the magazine, you had to make your own me. And oh, like, uh, put your shit in that, there. That's very much latter day Nintendo. It's latter day Nintendo. Eighties Nintendo power. And even then, like, to know how you know now, having had to capture shit, how hard it was in 1989 to like make these full well, fucking Nintendo's layouts. Never but eliminated either. The, the, the yes, that particular takedown surprises me a little bit, just because I assumed like, oh, it's showing up on Internet Archive. That must mean it has yeah. the blessing of the copyright holder. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how that works. No, I didn't think that at all. I just thought that like. There is no market for a collected version of this. Not I mean, not enough of one for Nintendo to pay attention to. Honestly, I might buy one. No, but that would just be pure nostalgia. But that's what I said. There's no market for that except me. Like yeah. I would, of course, <laughs> I would the buy that. Of course, I would. I've read all yeah. those magazines cover to cover, like the first hundred issues. Yeah. I still have like over and over. They're rotting away in a in a bookshelf somewhere in my house. Uh, that I know exactly where it is, but uh, yeah, it's like I, I read these so much that the covers fell off. Yeah, and uh, but it was you know I, I know that there's two cover games on Nintendo Power mm-hmm. that I haven't played in the first hundred issues, two, and I know that yeah. to this day because I those mag- I wasn't if I, I haven't said it on this show a lot. My parents didn't like games, but they liked the idea of me reading, so they'd buy me any video game, which brought me into this horrible mm-hmm. business. Um, and, well, I remember the, like the the one that pissed me off. Like I, I was so happy to see it. The Final Fantasy One special, which was just yeah. a strategy guide for the entire game. Yeah, and I remember it because like that was the one that got stolen from me. Really? Because I lent it to a kid that at school who who What's had his name? the game. We- yeah. Okay, I, I think it was him. Alan. Alan, that fuckhead. I know. Second Alan. Amendment's going to get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! But uh, so his dad was big into playing the game. Alan mm. Senior? I don't know. <laughs> but he, like, it, at one time I was talking to Alan on the phone, and he's like, hey, my dad wants to talk to you. I'm like, hey, uh, I, this is really useful. Can I buy this off you? I'm like, well, no, I, I really want to have the whole collection. Wow. I'm like, okay, I understand. So uh, he, they, rather than give me money for it, uh, his solution was just, I'm just going to hang on to it till we move away, <laughs> and uh, oh, you'll never shit. see it again. It wasn't the red bar kind of thing when they had, like, four annual... Uh, yes. Really? Yes. Oh, man. And I think uh, I lost my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue at some point. Man. Like, it just disappeared and I could that never find me it again. Of yeah, I have, I have all of them up the first hundred. Up into the GameCube era, I have all of them. Reminds Still, me of when yeah. I was in grade school. The most, subversive thing I, the most subversive thing I ever did was bring School as Hell into school. Mm. And then one of my classmates, Mike, he, uh, he took it for the entire school year. And then on the last day... Like, we changed class. Like, I was in the classroom that he had for homeroom, and I was at his desk, and I'm like, I'm going to look in here. There's school as hell. I'm taking this shit home with me. <laughs> ah. He had, like, drawn in the margins and all that shit. Motherfucker. Yeah. I, I, that, we're, oh, man. So it's TDR all over again. I could go on about how much this magazine meant to us, mm. but it doesn't mean a fucking thing to Nintendo. Mm. And to take it down is such a fucking bummer. They might have, like, yeah. plans to make Nintendo Power. No, like, they their... don't. If they do, no, it's they because don't. of the, it's because of how well, many places this was wrote, you know, r- written up. I feel like we're, we're not giving enough attention to another Metroid 2 remake being taken yeah. down. It's the same fucking thing, and though. This is something, somebody was tweeting this, and I wholeheartedly agree, having seen that side of the equation, mm. is that companies will generally ignore this stuff yes. until you make it impossible for them to ignore. Mm-hmm. And when this stuff gets a bunch of press coverage or an official-looking website or anything like that, <clears throat> that 
counts as making it harder for them to ignore. Well, having been on that side of things, um, legally, you have to protect all of your IP Mm -hmm. or none of your IP. If you don't protect everything, someone can go show up in court and be like, well, they didn't care about this. When this happened, they took no action against this person. So, like, again, I don't want to get into too many specifics. Copyright law's a bitch! But... There's a lot of other stuff that Nintendo doesn't turns a blind eye to because they suck at everything, in my opinion. Uh, the only reason we're getting like new NES games released because they, they they found out a way to put it inside a little USB HDMI system mm-hmm. and sell it to us, and it took them fuck ten years, ten years to do that. Everybody's been doing that for ten years. They're very protective of their IP. I know, but it's just it's just like you were too slow, and like the longer you wait. The less this is viable in any way whatsoever. Oh, they so, are make they are but, putting out a new Metroid game this year. As much as people like to ignore did, it, are they saying that? Oh, oh so Federation Force, of course. Oh, right, yes. Of course, of course. I, I hope we can play it and stream it. I don't. I doubt we'll be able to because no one will give us a copy. But another Metroid Two remake yeah. is a very pretty looking remake of Metroid Two, the Game Boy game that nobody's really played. If to if I'm being completely honest. It's a game about exploration, but you're doing it on a Game Boy screen, which is smaller yeah. and mm-hmm. less colorful. So, well, that was when playing on an emulator. It's like it's not that. Fun but I, I think that's when Nintendo got serious about the Metroid franchise. Because, yeah. like, for me, I played it and like I don't get this, and I didn't get it for years until Return of Samus, yeah. the uh, Game Boy game yeah. uh, Metroid. It's called. It's the only one with a two in it, right, or a yeah. number in it. Yeah, Metroid uh, 2. Metroid 2. And then Super well, Metroid is Metroid 3, basically. I mean, yeah. Metroid Prime game Well, they bounce under, around, yeah. and like it gets really confusing, but um, sort of the idea that they can't ever really port that game. If, they, if, they're, if they're depending on, like, well, it's got to make $6 in the Virtual Console yeah. and the 3DS store, I'm like, go fuck yourself. No one's buying that game from yeah. you. Yeah. And, and, like, it looks terrible, but it did, like, uh, Brad can, is more eloquent about the first Metroid not being totally great. Super Metroid is what you're thinking of when you think of like a good yes. Metroidvania, uh, but Return to Samus is really good, and it was like I didn't know I wanted to see another Metroid until they made that, yeah. and it looks terrible now. It looks mm. awful. Oh, I, I don't mm. know. Like it, I could see Nintendo's. It's the angle. biggest Samus sprite I've ever seen. It takes yeah. up like almost but all. I can the see screen. Nintendo's point of like. I don't know. Like people would always say, like, why don't you just give the money to the people who translated Mother Three? Why don't you just give the money no. to people who made this Metroid? Uh, I can remake? talk about that in another news story. But it's also like, why? Why would they do that? Because it also sets a precedent of like when they turn these people down. Yeah, everybody. Ma- everybody pirated their- our games. Yeah, everyone pirated our games. Everyone like these people who made and these we'll games. And we'll reward you for it. Yeah, and yeah, like. People who make these games, oh, maybe they'll make a fan project of a different, like, a Mighty Number no. 9 situation it makes a where nightmare. it's cutting into their... Yeah. And I can't, games. like, again, like, remember, I worked at an official publisher blog, mm. and it was sort of like, if anybody's making any money up... Well, there's certain things you can't showcase, even yeah. though they're cool fan projects, which this is. It just, it just sucks to me that, like, you're not doing... You didn't even acknowledge the anniversary, other than a takedown yeah. notice. It is the 30th anniversary right now, as we sit and as we live and breathe right now. Yeah. And they did nothing other than issue a takedown notice. Yeah. Come on, though. For what it's worth, the creator apparently the, uh, I saw a news story that the creators have said like, "Oh, we'll continue development. You just won't be able to download it." Mm. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. wink. And I, thank God I already did. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Nintendo and old games, uh, a couple new. Uh, Information bits about the uh, NES Classic, the Mini. Uh, it came out via a Nintendo Canada representative, so you know 
take that with a grain of salt. That there or a grain be, of poutine. Yes. Uh, there's going to be uh, permanent save points and also kind of flash save points, huh. as well as the ability to do pixel perfect mode or CRT modes where it's 4 by 3 and kind of more representative of an old TV. So like the same thing every other system does with their games, but not Nintendo. Mm. Mm. Again, but it doesn't matter because you won't be able to get this at launch. What? The NES Classic? Um, I, I bet it's no, no. It's, it's going to be it's going to be awful again. It's going to be an amiibo situation. I'm going to scare mm. anybody interested off. Ugh, it's, it's fucking frustrating, and you can't. How are you supposed to get mad at people pirating their shit? Because they don't make it available to people. I wish I could pirate amiibos. I do it all day. <laughs> I think you can actually. You think so? I don't Just have any of the molds. Not not the toys, but like the the chipset. Like, yeah, cards that you can like. Hey. No, I did. I did like in doing some research. They have an. They have a third-party amiibo <laughs> bypasser thing. Because still, those things, if you want to talk toys to life genre, mm-hmm. well, only Nintendo's uh, amiibos are expected to talk to multiple games. Mm-hmm. That's not really a thing with Skylanders. They talk to Skylanders games, right. Infinity. They can only You can only have one piece of data on each one of those amiibos. So if you want to play Mario Party with your stupid yeah. <laughs> Smash Brothers amiibo, you have to delete it. And like it just seems so fucking archaic. It, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a third party thing that allows you to save your amiibo data and upload it back. It's ridiculous. Huh. Ridiculous. Hmm. Uh, I feel like we should go through these news stories in order of like sure. generation. So, uh, <laughs> good old Disney games hmm. have been added to good old games. Hmm. I've been. Brett made me uh, write a script and a video to talk about this because it's a weird situation. Um, but are these just the uh, Virgin Interactive games? No, or? well they are, mm-hmm. but there are Virgin Interactive games missing. Sorry, these are the Disney games. But again, this is the thing I talk about all the time that mm-hmm. these are licensed games. And in the video I'm putting up, I'm trying to point out that like video games based on movies were given all of the uh, uh, status of a beach towel. They like this thing is popular, and we're going to make a thing to sell based on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, like everyone's like, Aladdin was the third highest selling Genesis game of all time. Yeah, so what? It's a beach towel. It's gone. It's over. <laughs> Who cares? And like, well, it turns out six million people care because they all played it and bought it. And like, has it ever? It's never been available again to this day. And they Disney didn't say shit about it, and they suddenly appeared on good old games. What they are are the PC ports of those Genesis ah, games. Nice. So if you played only Jungle Book. If you play Jungle Book on the Super Nintendo, it is different. It is not that game. Okay. Uh, but these are Genesis ports uh, that were ported over to the to DOS, uh, and, and they are all emulated via DOS box. But they are available for one really low price via Good Old Games, and they're optimized very well. They look fantastic. They play exactly the same. Um, yeah, it's really they. I just just that they automatically recognize my controller and map it. Wow. The best ever. And like uh, I, I don't know. I could say I could say a ton of stuff about that. See, I'm from an era when you say like, "Oh, this console game was ported to DOS," and I think about the miserable fucking was, like Mega Man and Castlevania DOS games. It was and, a, and the only thing I, did, I don't go into in the video is that um, Aladdin. That's all like David Perry, who then went over to Earthworm Jim. So like, and what, then went to Journey. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, like that, went to MBK. I think. <laughs> but like, if you don't like Disney games, like you wouldn't have Earthworm Jim unless they discovered how to make good animation in a in a bit video game. Because yeah, it's not a big deal now to have like a video game that represents uh, the 
thing it's based on. But that mm-hmm. wasn't of. God, have you seen the Die Harder cliffhanger game? They're all awful. They're all mm-hmm. awful. All the Disney games are awful. And Aladdin changed fucking everything. It made everything better from here on out. And it's not a great game. But everybody loves it because it's the only thing that sold more than Aladdin on the Genesis is Sonic 2 and Sonic 1. That's it. Well, it's a, it's a product of its time. And then, yeah. like, at the time, mm-hmm. the idea that a game could be made using... Disney uh, animators. Original work by yeah. Disney animators was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it looked fantastic yeah. for the 16-bit era. It's on the video I'm doing. I'm trying to dig into that. And again, I'm sorry if you don't care, but, like, it's the, the video's out there for people who care. But it, it looked like Disney was just, like... Virgin Interactive, Westwood, the guys who created Command and Conquer, yeah. they're the ones who did this, like before EA bought them. I, them. <laughs> I, I mean, mm. I've always liked the SNES Aladdin mm. more, but the Aladdin Genesis uh, MS DOS game, it's you it's had, emblematic of what I. It made we, me sell we, my we, Super we, Nintendo. We've streamed a lot of them in recent weeks, but it's basically the giant box platformer of the 16 bit era, where it's like, uh, where's the End objective for this level? I don't, I don't know. know. Jump up 15 platforms, go all the way across. Like, mm-hmm. who knows where it is? But it's it's yeah. weird because it's 16 bit. you don't think about it eventually. We were, we were yelling about licensed games the other day. Like, there was Sonic, which was like exploration, but you're really fast. And so we were yelling about, like, Wayne's World or something like that. That it's like this, this enormous level with nothing to do. Yeah. And Jungle Book is kind of like that, but it's like you need to collect very specific things from all these points of the level. Yeah. At the time, I, it was I, really cool. I know I've complained about that school of design before mm-hmm. on this show. I, I don't, Bubsy 2 yeah, was yeah. an, an oh, example. Decapitac yeah. for Genesis oh, yeah. was another one. Oh, yeah. Like like horribly vertically side-scrolling levels. But yeah. they are very well designed. And that's what the thing. It looked like they made Aladdin. They made Lion King. And that those sold like about 8 million copies combined. And then they decided to go back. Instead of like... Because they, they didn't make Pocahontas that, that year. They made Instead they made Jungle Book and Pinocchio. Yeah. Most people in the world don't know there's a beautiful, unbelievably great side-scroller based on Pinocchio. Because wow. it came out like right when PlayStation came out. Uh, again, I have a video on this hmm. coming up on uh, YouTube.com slash LaserTime Network. But the point I wanted to make was that what they didn't say is that they're all... DOS ports, and what that means is that they run through DOSBox emulation. Yeah. Uh, minor sideboard A, Sony or Sega and Nintendo still have some say of where their hardware is emulated because ah. they still sell dumb little boxes hmm. with that, so you can't really do that. You'll, the point is, you'll never play these on consoles, and they're easier to get on PC because they ran through. They they jump the hurdles of the PC QA certification ESRB. That's all done. You're, to put these on consoles would be tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. put them on consoles. They'll like never get recertified. Totally. Even though it and was it, fine there was that awesome ago. article by that uh, the Vlambeer developer of like who broke down what certification meant in this day and age, and it's why you don't a get a lot of old games, b get any licensed games because yeah. you have to deal with a license, oh, yeah. and then you have to go through certification. And that that the he, I, I, I can't believe yeah. I never said it because I've been trying to say that for years. That the only thing consoles are, to this day, are a Nintendo seal of quality. Hmm. Steam and good old games and anything else like it does not give a shit if the game's yeah. good or broken I or mean, ready like, to go. I mean, like, Vlambeer has been dealing with this for ages. Yeah. Like, they make games now, but back in 16-bit era, mm-hmm. they were making uh, Vlambeer's Combat Basketball. Oh, right. <laughs> They're the ridiculous fishing people. It was a great article, if you didn't yeah. see it, like, about, like, how certification is, is, is why you don't see great things on consoles, because yeah. it, it is... Well, is this game going to make $200,000? Then we can't port it 
I'm like, that's why, because this is still the seal of quality. Mm-hmm. And that cost a ton, I assure you. Please believe me, it costs a ton. You will never see these Disney games on consoles. I am baffled as to why they brought them out now. But the point is that it was their DOS game, so it's easy. Uh, mm-hmm. So rocketing ahead from the 16-bit era to, I wasn't t- I'm totally to, the, to the PlayStation 2, uh, Relentless Software... Uh, best known as the developers of Buzz on the PlayStation 2 and 3, <laughs> and that really wow. creepy-looking dude. Uh, Paul Ryan, the video game. Yes, uh, they they shut down. Um, at, uh, they didn't really do that much after Buzz. They made some Connect games. Sounds Connect, like a bunch of people had a, have a good 401k. Connect National Ge- Geographic games, but like, <laughs> which I just upgraded my sling to get the Olympics. Uh-huh. And my national, I'm like, and my girlfriend are like, oh shit, we have the National Geographic channel. That'll be all. Mm-hmm awesome animal stuff and then it was just the diary of muddy bug and it's all like american horseshit redneck docu- documentary series that's what national geographic is but now i'm kind of surprised like or hmm. more saddened that like I, buzz was just it was emblematic of a time that like game shows were popular on mm-hmm. consoles like that yeah. and one versus 100 on xbox live that was really fun which i loved mm-hmm. and i'm guessing just cost and i'm gonna like to like mm-hmm. I, just, I, I always associate Buzz with like bef- years before it came out in the U.S. It was hugely in popular UK, in yeah. the U.K. and mm-hmm. so like yeah, the U.K. always writing about like oh this quiz show game that we quite like. Mm-hmm. like that's the worst. That's Boy, the worst English accent Boy. ever. Game ain't a bit I'm shit, very it? drunk. <laughs> Me too. Why are we? Uh, the beer we had a little early was a little more potent. Oh, mm. uh, was that was the Buzz guy not in the uh, PlayStation Battle Royale game? I thought he was. Like, no, as like a trophy was. or whatever. Who cares? Nobody likes that game. Um, but here's a game that's that people not true, do like. It, it ha- there has to be millions of people who yeah. own that game. Here's a game that people do like from the previous generation, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, yeah. which is now uh, backwards compatible on Xbox One. That's so. cause for celebration. I did not realize that it came out as recently as early 2013. Yeah, man. I'd forgotten that part. Like, it seems like... It's, that's like three years ago. It's I was too busy working on games to play this game, and this game was made for me. Yeah. That was the same year that the Xbox One and PS4 yeah. came out. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, like... You owe it, it to yourself it, to play this fucking yeah. game. God yes. damn it. If you haven't played it, it's amazing. Everybody it's, calls uh, it... Uh, all of our fans call it Laser Time the Game. Yeah. Mm. It's all neon-y, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you're shooting dragons instead of, like, It asks you to outside. be really knowledgeable of video games and the 80s. Yeah. And it... <laughs> It really does. It rewards you the more you know about both of those. Michael Bean is the star. Yes. It's so good. He says, dick shitter. Dick shitter. Fuck you. Because it's a flip-off button. And of a cybernetic hand. Told in between P- like P- 1992 PC cutscenes. It's great. You, you like have a D20 that you throw instead of rocks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never understood that, but okay. All right, so moving ahead to 2015, uh, Rocket League has an update coming soon, Rocket League Rumble. That looks awesome. Which adds power-ups like a grappling hook and the ability to freeze the ball and uh, mix up your opponent's uh, control. I think Rocket League uh, is, when the dust settles in this decade, that'll be one of the best games ever made this decade. The fact that Overwatch has made a mode that is basically Rocket League tells you something like... The, the hottest Rocket game of, of 2016. Clearly, Rocket is, League needs yeah. to make a mode that's Overwatch. Well, it well, it's more that like it does like wacky ass like not even Mario Kart stuff like Crash Team Racing power ups, wow. uh, like extending boxing gloves and 
uh, it's it's perfect for it. Like it, it can't be a competitive yeah, so sport at that point. Here are the eleven power ups that are being added with Rocket League oh, Rumble. There's the boot, which is kick an opponent's car. Disruptor forces an opponent's car to drive uncontrollably. Freezer freezes the ball in place. Grappling hook pulls you towards the ball. Haymaker punches the ball. Magnetizer attracts the ball to your car. Plunger grabs the ball via a plunger and a cord. Uh, power hitter hit everything harder. Spike attach the ball to your car when you bump into it. Swapper change positions on the field with any opponent. Mm-hmm. And tornado sweep the ball and cars in a giant funnel cloud. Ooh. All that sounds great. And if I can do yep. that with a DeLorean, then that's uh, sure. better. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, uh, No Man's Sky actually like it. It had a major day one patch mm-hmm. that changed a whole the crap load of things. Like people, uh, um, <laughs> but it, people apparently some people got it early. Like that one guy paid thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Some people just got it early from retailers. I, I did see people writing about it saying like the before the day one patch yeah. versus after the day one patch, yeah. and that's one of the reasons that you see so many reviews in progress mm-hmm. right now is because they didn't get the complete version of the game until yeah. after the day one patch. It does yeah. feel totally foolish. Like a review in progress, you can get a sense of what that game is within a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I don't know, like enough to like give a score. Like yeah. To know what you like your... But that's when we it's the really... illusion of this being a, an objective medium goes away. I mean, you know, there there is still an overarching goal to that game. Is you're, there? You're trying to get to the center of the it, galaxy. It never ends. It never ends, but there is an end There's point an object- to the story. That's, that's the one. Objectives. <laughs> All the things that like uh, we've talked about here, like yeah, they can patch that in. I don't know how you patch in anything to No Man's Sky. You can't create a new multiplayer mode. It's seemingly impossible. Maybe you could, but I mean, that's, no, that's a whole other can so. of worms. One thing I learned working at Games Radar mm-hmm. is anything that seems like it would be simple to add from yeah. a consumer perspective is ridiculously complex so, to add from the creator perspective. No, factor in what you know about No Man's Sky. Like, they can't do anything to, <laughs> to so No Man's Sky. A, they added a crap load of, like, new features to the game in between when the game went gold. It was probably and, like... It was probably like, like uh, UI stuff. For the well, most part. well. So here's some of the things they added. Let they, me know. Uh, the ship and personal inventories. You'll like this, Chris. Were expanded by uh, two to three. No, uh, the personal inventory is five times bigger than it initially was, and mm. the so it's just one before. I'm oh, sorry. The ship is five times bigger. Personal inventory is two and a half times bigger. Uh, planets have a wider diversity of creatures, what? What and those that? creatures have a diet. Um, you can feed them. Yeah. The diet is you. Uh, and basically the galaxies are up to ten times larger post-patch, which mm. is insane. Uh, also, there are three unique story paths, which mm. I guess was not in the original version, which mm. is insane. Uh, greater variety of ships and a starship, and uh, the gra- the game's graphic, the game's graphics were upgraded somehow. Mm-hmm. But that it's yeah, that's the usually when you hear about like early um, patches to a game mm-hmm. that they're not that extensive like mm. that we added new stories and all this shit yeah. and yeah. I love insane. No Man's Sky god damn it well, maybe why don't you marry it I will marry it it's one of the right. best things the medium has to offer and there's going to be people who hate on it just by what it is yeah so strange so let's jump ahead to the community segment which as always is segmenting the very fuck out of our community too drunk last week's question of the week as you might remember 
was, what game are you playing to get through the summer doldrums? I honestly expect a bunch of people to give a shit, be like, what summer doldrums? <laughs> it's shit been a good summer. Time. Yeah, it has been a pretty good summer. Um, the first responder was Memb Insane Rain. Hi, yeah. hi Insane hey. in the Membrane, who said, as I'm saving up enough money to move into a new place this summer, I've had to rely on the old Steam library I've built up over the many sales that have been bestowed upon the masses. The one series that I've finally picked up on are the Darksiders games. Hey, those are pretty good. The combination of God of War's combat and Legend of Zelda's open world slash dungeon exploration are actually very well combined on these two titles, especially with the second game's focus on a larger open world. Now, if only the games would stop crashing and the games <laughs> stop cursing me with the true villain of the franchise, the camera, mm. hiding rushing enemies from out of sight and not quite wanting to rotate where I want <laughs> them to. Uh, we just did Google Hangouts <laughs> with someone who's like, I've never played a Zelda game. I've tried and played several Darksiders yeah. games. I'm like, how did you get through the Darksiders game? Yeah, and I remember at that point that... Uh, Brett vomited blood. Yeah. Uh, Nude Teen said, on the recommendation of Diamond Dog Dirty Dave Rudden, I've spent most of my gaming time recently on Enter the Gungeon. I think I've got a good 200 to 300 hours before I reach the MLG levels of DDDR, however. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's closer to like 200. Damn. I'd say make Tane Nude again. Yeah. Get up to 43v3v3. Uh, Juice and Pancake said, along with playing through uh, the single and multiplayer of GTA V, this time on the Expo, and I had already beaten it on the 360, I have beaten the Flame and the Flood inside and Oxenfree. Please, 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 I want somebody, anybody to tell me that they have played Oxenfree. It absolutely blew me away. It was a random impulse buy because it looked neat, and I started it on a random free evening and beat it that night. I loved it. It's been described as a mix of freaks and geeks and poltergeist, uh, as as life and strange. Life is strange, and the Goonies meets Telltale and a walking, talking simulator. I hate all you those should things. just like all you have to do is throw in Stranger Things, and you're uh-huh. like instant Google keyword success. <laughs> Uh, and for Brett, it it has some of my favorite game music in recent memory, all made by one dude. The dialogue over 10,000 lines, the standard Telltale game has 2,000 lines, BT-dub, uh, are also written by one dude. The art, which is the most striking aspect of the game, all created by one dudette. Please, someone play this game. I have yet to find anyone who has played it, which is a damn shame. This is the oh, first I've heard We should do a stream that is Ollie Ollie and Doctor Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. a really good idea. Wow. Uh, I we'll get those like those those ninety year old Googles. <laughs> <laughs> I have what it happened sitting, to my favorite song. <laughs> I have it sitting in one of my libraries. I'll mm. play it just because you said so, Juice and Panda, Juice and so Pancakes. Pancakes. So thank you. Curious Quail hey. said, honestly, I've been getting a shitload of mileage out of Pokemon Go between tour dates and weddings this summer. <laughs> I've been on the road a lot. I can't recommend this game enough if you're traveling. You're so much more likely to see different types in different areas. Hell, I got my captured 75 in the Pokedex medal just between gas stations and rest (laughs) rest stops between the Bay Area and Portland. The hotel we stayed at last week had five Pokestops and two gyms on the grounds, so we fucked that shit up good. Curious quail, baby. (laughs) Raccoon Hale said, Hearts of Iron 4, this game is addicting as hell. Uh, for the history nerd, I just finished my Nobody Expects the San- Spanish Inquisition playthrough with Spain being the ruler of Europe by 1945. Nice. Uh, and I'm going to begin my Trotsky <laughs> Takes Over the so- Soviet Union alt-history playthrough soon. 
I am also contemplating a fascist British Empire run by arch-imperialists. But my favorite playthrough was pretending to uh, be a Mexican time traveler out to stop Trump from... Out to stop... How to stop Trump from ever happening by conquering the United States and undoing the Treaty of Guadalupe. Can't stop Ooh. the inevitable, baby. It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Trump's going to wish his Second Amendment people on Raccoon Hill. I can't, I can't like, endorse Trump without people yelling at me. It's just not a thing. <laughs> A1 Steak SOS says in anticipation A1 of... A1 Steak, steak sauce. sauce. Sauce in anticipation of No Man's Sky releasing next week. I have been playing a lot of Rebel Galaxy, one of uh, this month's free PS Plus games. It's an open-world galactic sandbox where you fly a ship around hunting bounties and smuggling cargo between space stations. Uh, where the ship gameplay is nearly identical to Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and the soundtrack is a series of Firefly-ass southern blues rock anthems. I just want to say, I started playing that the other night, and I am really happy that like I agree with every point he brought really? up. Like, this sounds so much like an overt homage to Firefly. Oh, and it's like, love, yeah, I just a so very much. strong uh, country blues rock soundtrack. I uh, it's, it's all, like, even though it's it's three-dimensional, it's all sort of on a 2D plane in that, uh, you know, you, you don't move up your ship up and down. It's mm-hmm. just forward, left, right, uh, like mm. you're driving along the ground. And then when you fight with other ships, like, yes, you have broadside cannons. And you uh, you aim just like an Assassin's Creed Four mm-hmm. at the ship and uh, let fly volleys. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And continues a one steak sauce. Although the game has a, ten- t- a tendency to get really repetitive over the course of an extended play session, there is something almost relaxing about slumping down into my couch after a long work day and spending the next few hours running cargo back and forth like a space trucker. Uh, it provides me uh, ample time to catch up on the latest entertainment podcast provided me yeah. by the Laser Time Network. Thank you, yeah. Steak Solace. Thank you. Uh, Type 40 Comics said, For me, it's WWE 2K16 that's getting me through the summer lull. It's mostly due to the fact that I don't feel like starting an in-depth game like Uncharted or Red Dead Redemption or Doom. And I can play through a match in 2K16 in a matter of minutes. I have also been creating wrestlers, which does take longer. Currently, my brother and I are the reigning WWE cha- tag <laughs> champions of the world. Although, I will probably turn heel on him in order to go after some singles gold. I like the way you think, Type 40s Comics. Uh, Full Metal Condom says, Long-time listener finally made an account. So, like Dave, I've been invested in Earth Defense Force 4.1, especially since it just recently came out on Steam. The keyboard and mouse controls work great for precise aiming when things get really crazy. And finally, the one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this said, After a million recommendations from you guys, I finally gave Bloodborne a chance this summer. Because I'm a spendocrat millennial, <laughs> the difficulty... Hmm? Sorry, good. Because I'm a spendocrat millennial, the difficulty and lack of direction were hard to get used to, and I've died to those obese crows an embarrassing number of times. But the further in I get, the more I fall in love with the game. We have uh, a couple of video responses. First from Barney69. Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, VGA. It's me, your boy Barney. Some uh, Barney. I've been playing <laughs> Monster Hunter Generations this summer uh, via your recommendation. Thank you, boys. <laughs> I love it very much. Uh, one other game I love to play in the summer is Civilization V. Uh, I like to get drunk and hmm. I try to n- not destroy the society, the <laughs> world. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Civilization VI so I can do the same thing, but with new. All right. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Harambe be with you. <laughs> that only has three Harambe views. That's you, fucking criminal. <laughs> it really is. Uh, also, uh, Worth Nintendo, or mm. Worth Nintendo, has a video response. Uh, g'day, Vigigam Apocalypse. Daniel, Worth Nintendo, Worthington from Australia here. Um, answer the question of the week. What are you playing on during the summer drought? Well, it's not summer here. It's actually freezing, freaking cold winter. Um, He's wearing a wool beanie. Like bucketing down and all that stuff. Um, so I'm not playing at the moment. Um, I am playing Monster Hunter Generations. Um... <laughs> I've tried getting into Monster Hunter before. Uh, I think what about Freedom Unite, Try, Three Ultimate, both the Wii U, 3DS, and Ultimate Four. Uh, just never got a, either. Just couldn't get into them. I didn't get around to it. Um, but with Generations, I've decided no, that's it. I've bought six of these. I need to actually get into one of them. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I am getting right into it. I'm probably about twenty hours into it, and it's just things that have just finally started to click for me. Um, just having a great time, just exploring, um, killing monsters, getting more loot getting better weapons to kill better monsters to get more loot and it goes on and on and on um it's just sort of just clicking for me now like i finally sort of you know once you kill one of your big monsters after like a you know, half an hour of fight you're like oh my god this just keeps getting better and better um and i think also the new styles in it um have really helped me get into it i'm loving using aerial style with longsword because it just makes the game a bit more fun and bouncy and action based um and yeah, so yeah, that, that, that's what I'm playing. Um, yeah, so peace out. Bye. Bye, worth a minute. Wow, only two views on that one. I feel like, <laughs> am I the first person to actually see this other than him? There's, well, he only. There's like a hundred videos on YouTube right now. Yeah. Just a hundred? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a lot. <laughs> and two of them, at least, are video responses to last week's YouTube. <sighs> okay, so new question of the week. What is an 8 or 16-bit, let's Ooh. say, licensed game that you'd like to see? It happened with GOG, back? baby! Yeah. Yeah, Could you finally again? got your wish. Well, it's just like I, I, I tried to make the point in the video that, like, if this is possible, what else is possible? There's a WB Interactive line. Mm-hmm. Why not? I think Buster Bust Loose is one of the most fun Sonic ripoffs oh, yeah. I've ever played. Uh, it's fantastic. Nobody cares about the brand. Nobody cares about the game. But the game is great. And like, why? If there was a, I hope it doesn't rely on having a good PC port to go to GOG. But like, this does mean if this is successful, everybody has to reevaluate their whole catalog. And there's a great Bucky O'Hare game by Konami as well. Uh, Ninja Turtle games could come back. Who knows? Uh, but that and Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Is one of the last great licensed games I ever played. I would love to see that come back. I agree. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm part of me wants to say Total Recall for the NES, just to be. Ironic. I have that in box because that's that's a game about Arnold Schwarzenegger punching Two weeks. people. Two weeks. <laughs> uh, less ironically, I want to say Dick Tracy for NES Whoa. because that's one that I don't think ever really got a fair shake. The one review of it I saw. Uh, wow. in the 2000s was on something awful and it's like this guy never figured out how to get out of the car so it's <laughs> it's sort of like if you play it now it's like a an almost like predecessor to GTA where you're playing as Dick Tracy and you're you start out inside a cop car and you drive around and it seems mm-hmm. kind of pointless you're just shooting at things but you're supposed to like get out and go, go into, into go into warehouses mm-hmm. and punch dudes <laughs> and it, it sort of has a weird appeal to it nothing is cooler to me 
than every single piece of promotional art from Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. Like that that box art is amazing. Uh, fuck, I love Dick Tracy. I love and hate Dick Tracy at the same time. But honestly, you know what I'd really like to see come back? Mm. Uh, a game that never came to the U.S., mm. Macross Scramble the Valkyrie for Super Nintendo is a side-scrolling shmup where you're, uh, you can play as uh, Hikaru Ichijo, which would have been Rick Hunter in Robotech, uh, Max or Miria, like these three different pilots piloting different Valkyries, uh, the transforming robots, and you could go through all three different sequences and have different attacks for each one, and it was so cool! Mm. Oh, man, I could really go for a Macross scramble right now. Starving. Oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, I, I want to... I'm going to cheat because we you just said 8 and 16-bit, but I'm going to go 32-bit and say Die Hard Trilogy because... That game's so much fun. That game is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if, like, Die Hard 3 is way better than the other two, yes. the other two are still pretty good. They're still okay. Well, and they're still Die Hard games. It didn't start life as a licensed game. It yeah. was like Dynamite Deku, and then they reskinned it to no, be that's, Die Hard. That's, that's, that's Die Hard Arcade. Arcade. Uh, did, I, did I say Die Hard Arcade? I meant Die Hard Trilogy. Die Hard Trilogy. Oh, Die Hard Trilogy okay. on the PlayStation mm-hmm. 1, oh. which was, yeah, it was the first part is a kind of just action game. Over the shoulder, tomb like it's like a kind of a top down shooter, yeah. but not huh. really. And then there's a mouse shooter. Then the second game is it's supposed to be a like on shooter, but I think this is the weird. They had a mouse where, peripheral for the PlayStation yeah. that worked with it. And I think the Justifier also worked, but then the the third game is where it really all, so really fun. all comes together, and it's basically crazy taxi, but you run into bombs. Yes. To, to uh, nice. attack helicopters with your vendor. And there's a stream of it on... Uh, That's true. Podcast. Watch. See how we do with the Wienermobile. Yeah. Actually, I'd love to see Crazy Taxi with the original soundtrack. Oh, it's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to yeah, drive people to Pizza Hut and KFC yeah. and guest jeans. Take me to the original Levi's store. Yeah. It's just like being an adult, you understand that these things are hard to license and get back. But things, mm-hmm. if the good old game thing works, what's... What could what could come back? That would yeah. be really fucking cool. Really who, cool. Who else would want to license that Offspring song? Come on. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I understand changing the songs, but like the places you want to go, like those are advertisements. Why would they <laughs> not want to be continually advertised? I want to go to Burger King 600 times. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Woolworths. <laughs> Take me to a chain that hasn't existed yeah, since what? 2003. So Woolworths, Woolworths going to see... I've had too many beers to say, <laughs> what's the place? Woolworths. Woolworths. Just think, uh, oh, oh, brother, we're out there. Stay out of the Woolworths. Stay out of the Woolworths. Yeah, there you go. All right, so what's a 8 or 16 or, I guess, 32-bit game that you want to see anything. make a comeback? Because okay. they won't unless you demand them. All right, what's a licensed game that you want to see make a comeback? Yeah. Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Whoever starts the thread asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Video responses are encouraged, but try to keep them under a minute. That's all we ask. Um, And alternately, you can comment under the article for episode 176 on com. That's been our show. Let's go out with plugs. Chris, I know you're champing at the bit to talk about other projects, so go. I just want to go to bed. I like I don't know where that came from. No, but That's not check, something people can click on. Check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash laser time network. Not only did we find uh did we stream all of Telltale's Batman last week, we found uh what's basically an unaired episode of Batman the Animated <laughs> Series in the Sega C D 
Adventures of Batman and Robin. Everybody from the original voice cast, including Mark Hamill and wow. Kevin Conroy, in a half an hour. Sheldon, the worst game I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's all animated by Warner Brothers. It looks great. In addition to that, of course, we played No Man's Sky, and we're going to maybe play a Transformers game. And we should have some stuff to celebrate Tekken and Disney shit as well. Uh, but also, LaserTimePodcast.com this week. If you want to listen to Laser Time, the show that started it all and people seem to like less and less. Uh, but we watched Suicide Squad live with our buddy Henry Gilbert. There's no yeah. more cake prices on indefinite hiatus. But we talk about uh, uh, not only Suicide Squad, but the upcoming comic book movies we're looking forward to as well. And I did like two-thirds of Suicide Squad. Yeah. And you can until you can literally... like it. There should be a warning logo that comes up studio meddling, mm-hmm. and it ruins the film. It makes it lo- a lot less palatable. But nice like two thirds in, I'm like, I'm. Why is everybody anybody complaining about this? This is so good. Well, uh, speaking of movies, uh, Sausage pa- Party out this weekend. Go hey. watch it. Uh, no, uh, thirty twenty ten. The podcast that looks back ten, twenty, oh. and thirty years ago. Yeah. At the TV shows, movies, video games that uh, consumed that particular week in history, it's a, uh, it's true. a fun time machine podcast, and also Talking Simpsons, the chronological exploration yes. through every Simpsons episode ever. With Slob Mackie and Dank Gilbert, and uh, like well, it was Slob Slacky, Slob Slacky, and uh, Dank Shilbert. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but it, this, like last week on 302010, we discovered Brett's fa- one of Brett's favorite personal movies, Transformers the movie, is 30 years old. So we did mm-hmm. a commentary, which is up for all patrons at patreon.com. Big Blu ray release, didn't it? It's getting one, it's actually ah. a little late, uh, hmm. according to the release date, but it, it looks we have an advanced copy of the 1080p version. It looks amazing. Uh, I've never seen anybody bothered. No movie could be animated that well at that kind of budget unless there was a marketing budget. So if you want to be cynical and call it a toy commercial, it looks great and wears the 80s on its sleeve. That's Very what my fun. dad called it when I was a kid and wanted it's, to go see it. It's like, you're dragging me to a toy commercial. It is It is outrageously crass, but it, it also, like, it is just so 80s in a way that, like, you, like, they're, like, Kung Fury wished it was ironically as sincere as Transformers the movie is 80s. Uh, it is so much fun, and we have a commentary on that on uh, uh, lasertime.bandcamp.com, free for all patrons, patreon.com slash lasertime. I think the movie needs to be recognized for being the first one to tell me that, yes, I did have the touch, <laughs> and also, also the, power. the power. Also the power. And uh, by the way, like patrons also get a weekly exclusive, ad-free, uncensored uh, episode of Laser Time. Bonus time. Henry Gilbert joins us, and he's fresh off the Star Trek convention convention in Vegas with stories about that. I have stories of hometown murder. Uh, it's a fun episode this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I want to say we had something to do 
with the last episode of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. in like Mr. Poopy Butthole closes everything, and because we were like hammered, like that's gonna be that's my favorite new character, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Please tell mm-hmm. me Justin he comes back sometimes. Like I don't know, maybe, uh, and he did. He came back at the end. Yeah. I wonder if we were like the focus testing in a pizza smeared apartment that mm-hmm. seemed a bit like yours. Oh, <laughs> but, oh yeah. Ooh, I gotta take these pills. Ooh wee. <laughs> that explains the hoverboard in the background of the shot. 